0: The Drew and Mike Show, rolling into a new week in the deals and the D.com studios, and brought to you by Hall Financial. Use the equity in your home to put yourself in a better position, especially if you're trying to eliminate debt like high interest credit card debt. Is there anything worse? In a five minute mortgage review with Hall Financial, that's all it takes to find out how much you've gained in home equity if you are a homeowner. The majority of hall financial loans close in two weeks or less getting you your money faster if you need liquidity so call Hall first that's all we ask call them first before you call any of their competitors 866 call or chat with them online at call first.com and i want to ask our so interested listening audience our so involved audience our loving audience who make so many great suggestions to subscribe to our YouTube page. Hmm. A lot of people have suggested this for a long time and I keep saying, I hate video and why would anyone want to see an old man on video? But I don't know why people, they like video. It's just, it's a fact.
1: It's the fastest growing YouTube page out there right now.
0: Did you run Mike Page? Yeah.
1: But it's up what 200% in a week? That's pretty good. I thought there was some actual analytic you were quoting for a second. (laughs) I didn't want you to challenge me, but you did anyway. (laughs) Believe me, oh, some
0: people are saying no, it is. Some people are saying it's growing very fast because it only had a couple hundred subscribers. And uh, Jim Bentley's been firing some clip ups, clips up there daily, Mm -hmm. and it's suddenly we've got almost 2,000 subscribers. I mean, we're in the money. If you have a 1,000, you get paid.
1: 1,000 and 4,000 viewing hours. So go out there and keep viewing, viewing, viewing.
0: Oh, I didn't Thousands, know there
1: was an, yeah. a viewing The famous hours. video. Yeah. Hmm, is that a problem for us? Not yet. It's the fastest growing YouTube channel oh, on the that's internet. Right. <laughs> so I've heard. Well, somebody was just saying that. I can't remember where I heard that.
0: Jim just put up the uh, reading the comments from the Jason Carr Facebook yeah. show. And that's, uh, that's
1: a test because that's a much longer video. That might help us get those hours.
0: Is that a lo- It's not that long. That was it? like
1: 15, yeah.
0: They are trying to why, keep them short. Why are drops doing that? Oh,
2: Drew.
1: What's wrong what? with the drops?
0: Because it, it went. Arr. Arr. It's a pirate. Huh? No, I just wonder why do drops do that? Are they Played recorded it too tight?
3: No. It's then why just, do they do that? It's a fuck up on the player, and I could have edited it, but now I can't.
0: Do we need a new player?
3: No. You can't. No.
0: All, all players do a
1: horse shit job. Uh, do you want me to try it over here? Yes. I just got a new computer, and I'm... uh, This might make for a good YouTube sequence. Who knows? I'm having trouble pulling stuff up, though. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think all the drops got copied over. I'm working on it. It's Ah! crazy. It's crazy.
3: It's
0: always something.
3: A great start. It is a great start. Yelling about the drop quality again.
0: No, it's not the quality. The drop's fine. It's just when I hear half a drop, I'm like... It immediately distracts me from what I'm doing. I'd rather hear no drop at all than half a drop.
1: All right. Drops are out. I totally heard that.
0: Arr. Okay. That sound, is that you, Mark? Yeah. That sounds pretty good.
1: I mean, Some people would say it's Apple versus Windows, but I don't God, know who those people I, are. no more drops from me.
0: Rest okay. Mark will handle the drops. If I can search them. <laughs> um, let's mention, uh, subscribe to our YouTube, please. Uh, please <laughs> subscribe to our YouTube. Oh, and by the way, you might as well subscribe to my... Uh, I have two goals in life. One is to catch Dave and Chuck on YouTube, Okay, which we are about... 14,000 subscribers away. Okay. That could keep me doing this for a while. And then to catch Adam Rich on Twitter <laughs> from Eight is Enough because there's no way a dead guy in Eight is Enough should have more Twitter followers than me. That's not bullshit. Enough. What the not fuck? Enough. That was what not did, me. Why did I start? Why didn't I just retire? Why did I have to start social media and feel more know. competitive at I age know. 57? Social media is the worst. Good luck. What an idiot. Um, Chris Rock was just absolutely killer last night in a live Netflix event. This is the first live thing ever on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And some people feel that it might this might be their entry to like sports because mm. that's where a lot of money can be made in live sports. Can they afford to pay I don't for think so. those kind of rights? I don't think so. No, but if you have those rights and it opens up everything else on your platform, right?
0: I mean, it's well, just a promotional um,
1: tool. Do they have money to burn? I don't question.
0: want to get carried away. I think there's only a few comedians that can actually make people care. Do we know how many people watched Chris Rock? I haven't seen numbers yet, no. I'll keep looking. Do you think they were amazing and incredible? Yeah. Or Oh, yeah. I-, I think so, too. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, the crew at Zodford and Holly is jonesing to help you... Get a brand-new Ford, all while delivering exceptional deals and a world-class experience. You can lease a new loaded 22 Ford F-150 SuperCrew XLT 4x4 as low as 292 for 24 months. Or if you like the 24-month deal, how about a 22 Ford Explorer XLT four-wheel drive as low as 333 Again, 24 months. Uh, tell our friends um, who you like the best on The Bachelor. They're kicking 500 bucks worth of accessories at no additional charge with your new F-150, or you don't have to tell them anything. They'll throw it in anyway. And they're also paying two grand over your appraised value when you lease or buy a new Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer. Finally, Gabar and the hottest sales staff at Oakland County are still going nuts and offering 0% financing. This is nuts. On uh, lots of new in-stock vehicles, so go check out their voluptuous inventory and dazzling deals at Uh Legacy Partners, I just found out, by the way, the reason they saved somebody $10,000 is because their what the home they were insuring was mismeasured. Oh, really? Yeah, it was it was being they were paying for 3600 square feet. Yeah, and their house there. was like 2600 or 2700. Oh. Yeah, so they were getting their ass handed to they them didn't be able to recoup that or They uh, did. Sue somebody. They did recoup it. Okay, good. So, that's the kind of great things Legacy is doing for people. Get your home or your auto quoted or your business or whatever it might be, call Legacy at 586-209-4106. And tell them we sent you. That's 586-209-4106, Legacy Partners. And Ghost Budsters, hey, they just re-upped. We are selling so much weed. (laughs) We're selling so much weed in this show. Ghost Budsters is staying with us. Uh, They've got six cannabis cups. They're about to win some more probably because they are really meticulous in their work. They care about their product. They can't just ship it in from out of state like some of these people. They have to grow better weed, better quality weed. And they can sell it to you at some of the great dispensaries like Vibe, all locations, the King of Buds in Monroe, Breeze and Shango in Hazel Park, the Remedy Room in Bay City, Mind Right in New Baltimore, Puff in Utica, and some pre roll deals are coming. So, all right, uh, Eli, in just a second, but first, how would you like to win a suite for the 2023 football season? Get to Lady Jane's today for an award winning haircut experience, and you automatically qualify for your chance to live the sweet life with the Lions. Lady Jane's haircuts for men walking anytime seven days a week. It's wicked awesome. Dr. Yaldo presents. See it my way. An Eli Zaret production. Dr. Jackson Brown hadn't made the cut yet? I can't believe it. Oh, that's that's a repeat.
3: Maybe no, it's not. Oh, really? Okay, Jackson Brown, Dr. My Eyes. Wow,
0: that's one of my favorite Eyes songs possibly ever.
1: <laughs> that's hard to beat these eyes, though.
0: I like, yeah, I like that. I like Eyes of Silver. I got to get used to a lot of these other ones. Behind I don't blue that eyes. well. Yeah. Behind Blue Eyes, that's a great one. Um, Eli, where, where are you starting today?
4: Well, I think I, I want to start with, with, with baseball. Um, uh, the Tigers and Twins are playing about 10 miles away from me today in Fort Myers, but. I watched the Tiger game, the first one that came on. actually, I don't get Bally down here because it's a regional thing, which is another story. But the Tigers played the Yankees and it was on MLB. And it was the first time I'd seen the pitch clock, and I swear i I, I was aghast. I, I I couldn't believe it how fast the game went, how 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 well it moved how you don't have all this wasting of time and pitchers rubbing the ball and walking to the back of the mound and wiping their brow and shaking off signs. And, and you just get, it's like Mark Fidrich would get the ball back, stare at the batter and say, let's go, let's play. Doug The the, the game's already 20 or 25 minutes shorter. And so it's, it's great. You know, it's funny if you play golf, and I know you guys do to a degree at some, you're out there and the group in front of you is slow and you got shitty golfers, Taken forever to hit the ball, and you say, "Hit the fucking ball!" You suck as it is, and and, (laughs) another thirty seconds and two eight practice swings, and and this is this what it's like in baseball. Just play the game, and it isn't just the pitchers; it's the batters that took forever. And so I'm looking at this, and I'm thinking, "What would Mike Hargrove? Remember Mike Hargrove? Oh yeah, the the, uh, human human rain delay. This is what this is what what his at bats would sound like back in the '70s and '80s.
1: Bangs a barrel into the bat against the shoes, reaches behind him to the left hip pocket. Readjust the glove. Readjust the
0: donut he wears on his left thumb. Flexes the shoulders. Touches the helmet. Readjust the glove again. Goes to the nose. Again, a readjustment of the glove. Again, a readjustment of the donut. Readjust the glove. Flexes the shoulders. Touches the helmet. Readjust the glove again. Goes to the nose. Again, a readjustment of the glove. Again, a readjustment of the
1: Donut bangs Let's barrel, go bang while we're young. The shoes reaches behind him to the left hip pocket,
0: readjusts the glove, touches <laughs> you, you the
1: helmet. Get the point.
4: <laughs> That's great. And then the pitcher steps off, and he rubs the ball. Yeah. And then the manager comes out and talks to him. And then they get confused. And so this is so great to see a game move. And you know the traditionalists can eat their hearts out. You know, uh, you know, uh, it's not a game. It's a timeless game. You know, it was, it comes from a different era. You didn't have to have a clock. And, but, but think of it. Football has a clock. Uh, college football has a clock. They didn't in the past, the NBA has a clock college basketball instituted a clock. There's nothing wrong with having a clock to make sure that players play the game at a reasonable pace. And so I think that's, that's it's a great rule. It worked in the minor leagues, and that's why they're 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 bringing it up here. I was dubious at first, but you know, there's so much non-action in a baseball game that you need to get the pitch coming to the plate more often. In football, at least on every play, 22 guys move. That doesn't happen in baseball. You got you know the fly ball only the outfielder moves, and so you need to you need to get more. As it is, 24 percent. Of, of, of at-bats in baseball don't result in, in the major leagues in a, in a ball being hit fair. And so you need to keep it going. I'm very, very pleased now, to see
0: that Eli, happen. I went to a, a Yankees-Tigers game this past summer, and my friend was in town from New York. Thank God we went to two games because the first one we went to, we were really psyched, you know, oh, the Yankees are in town. Yeah. Go see the Tigers and the Yankees. And there were 26 walks. There <sighs> were, I think, 11 pitchers. There were, the Tigers had three hits, I believe. Uh, the final score was five to three, and I think there were three earned runs allowed by the Tigers. It was the most horrible game, and Mickey was going—he was closing in on three thousand at the time—and I can't tell you how incredibly bored we were. It was over a four-hour game, and I don't know why it's taken this long to do this. It's kind of like a YouTube page.
3: Well, spring training games <laughs> right now—spring training games are averaging about two and a half hours. And like you said, those baseball purists, Eli, they're the, they're the ones that are upset. Go, oh, I love this and that. Well, the game has changed so much in the 20 years. If you go back just 30, 40 years and you start watching games, they're two and a half hours. It's just huh. recently people have decided to do that thing where they change their glove and and they uh, walk around the mounds forever. It's ridiculous.
4: Denny, used Terrible. To, his, his goal was to finish a game in less than two hours, and he often did it. You just, you just play the game, and, and people will adjust. And and interestingly, there's been very little complaining about it. And I think the Red Sox was the team that that also uh, figured out a way to get around the shift. Yeah. Instead, of, they kept the two infielders where they need to be on the right side, but then they move another outfielder to play kind of the short field. Yeah. So, uh, but, but you know, oh. they, hmm. the, other, the, the other thing is, that okay? is that there's only there's only 30 seconds between batters now. And so now guys that have the long walk up and they like they stretch and they, they, you know, they, they take their time and they they take swing four bats in the on deck circle saunter up there. And so I'm seeing that that Jose Ramirez of the Guardians is very concerned through his interpreter he says that this 30 second rule is going to affect me because the walk-up song is part of my routine it reminds me <laughs> to do certain things and he had two so whether so and he has two up so i think brandon found him. this is one of his lock-up walk-up songs and tell me if it would it would motivate you <laughs>
5: Oh, yeah.
6: Yeah. You gotta listen With to that melody. before you take
0: a hit <laughs> What's the second song? Oh, I, I
3: got, got that one book. too
0: I can't have one walk up song No, he's gotta have two These guys are such children what? But, but Drew, the song reminds him of what to do when he's at the plate Okay That's, it's Well, barbarous. too bad, too fucking bad <laughs> Uh, it's not all other, about you all the time.
4: <laughs> the Jeez. other story in baseball that's very interesting is the uh, the whole regional sports network thing. I talked to uh, our good friend Trev Thompson today. He said, are you guys worried? Because if Bally doesn't make the interest payment by March 15th, then they could go into bankruptcy and affect the whole regional sports thing, which has been a huge boon financially to baseball. But they're losing their their ass now because people are cutting the cable. Uh, tens of thousands of people pay for the service in in, in Detroit on Bally and they don't even watch the Tigers. So it, it's, a, it's a big issue in sports. And one of the big problems baseball, as we've discussed, is it's a regional game. They got blackouts because the RSNs, the regional sports networks, pay so much money to the various teams that you can't see them unless you're in that particular market, and so baseball is kind of saying, you know, behind the scenes or actually not behind the scenes, but saying publicly that they would not mind taking over the streaming of the entire baseball uh, uh, world here, and uh, because it, MLB actually created the whole streaming platform in the first place, they they were the inventors, really, of 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 the the whole streaming situation that we have. So anyway. Very interesting. So uh, we hope that at least the local guys get to keep their jobs. And the other thing I felt a little bad about, it was uh, I was trying to be. I was so depressed last week, and I'm I'm saying this seriously. This is no joke. When Don Shane died, it really, it really messed me up, and it surprised me because I'm not, I'm not used to, you know. I, I ha- I'm usually not affected by the deaths of people that I know unless they're friends or, or, or family members. And it was really, really strange because he's kind of like me. We came up together and I'm thinking, you know, why it could have been why you, him, why him and not me, you know, and I like that could have been me for seven years from 88 to 95 back when people really watched local sports. Cause you had to, there was no internet and, and you couldn't get sitting so at the tigers on ESPN people had to watch and for seven years every night it's at, at six and 11 i went head to head with don and bernie so he was a rival so why exactly maybe it's survivor guilt why him and not did me? you guys and watch just, did, did you watch sh-
0: tapes of each other on that base go what did
4: shane do tonight Oh, absolutely. We, we we all watched each other. In fact, uh, uh, the general manager of Channel 4, my old uh, uh, intern and producer at the time, said this is back in the late 80s, early 90s. He thinks that the three of us, Bernie, Don and, and me, kind of set the tone for what was talked about in sports. That switched, of course, when sports talk radio came in and then the Stony and Wojo started dictating what the topics were and what was being spoken about in sports. But back then, it was a whole different world, so it was just really, really weird to to for, for me to because, uh, I mean, I didn't really like the guy that much. We were had professional, professional, professional respect. So I was thinking, who were the other ratings people when you were kings at WRIF? Who did you compare yourself to? Whose ratings did you watch? Who were your rivals, and did you like them or did you dislike them? What was that like? Well, we
0: had a lot of them because we had uh, at first. Ken Calvert and Ed Kelly at LOZ. Jim and George were still here. And then, let's see, then Ted Nugent came along on the bear. And Ted was, of course, making a lot of noise Mm. and a lot of big talk, which didn't pan out from a rating standpoint. Then Howard Stern came along. Then Opie and Anthony came along. And it was, uh, I found, honestly, the best thing to do was to not pay attention to what they were doing because I think when... I think when you do that, you 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 screw up your own mind. You start thinking about what they're doing and not what you're doing. And although it's nice once in a while to listen or to hear about them, I I find like if you've got your nose to the grindstone, I think that's a better way to be. But I can imagine if I was judged by a three minute clip every night, like you guys right. were, Oof, it right. would be really hard not to watch the other guy and see what how he used his three minutes.
4: Right. And if we were we are usually, you know, sports fans could time it. Whether Bernie came on at eleven ten or Don came yeah. on eleven fifteen or I came on eleven eighteen, you can try and go back and forth and 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 catch him. And yes, we would all watch what the other guy did. It would be a great triumph when you had a picture they didn't have, you had a story they didn't have, you dealt with it better than they did, you reported did a better job. Whatever It was constant, you know, night in, night out warfare. And so, just to see him die in such a terrible, terrible way, and he's younger oh, yeah, than me. terrible. And our careers paralleled. It's just, I, I it surprised me how much you know how how much it affected me and you know um, we talked about last week what was kind of interesting was he made a huge mistake that built my career which was he didn't take the tiger pregame show and it kind of cost him and he could have had it it was his and i left for new york and brought bernie in here bernie would have never showed up if i hadn't gone to new york so young people make decisions like i did and like don did that can be very very costly and to segue into sports there's a bunch of them this week. You sent me the thing about John Morant earlier cool. today. And he, here's a guy who's going to make $240 million. He's due <laughs> next year on his, on, on his re-up, you know, on his max contract. And here he is with his shirt off in a rap video, wielding a gun that he posted himself. So it's just a stupid, stupid, I- ignorant mistake. And he's apologized for it as he should, but he's got to take time off. Look what the, look what that, that time the, off the, for G-L- what,
0: <laughs> what's the time off for who knows just to who learn knows? how to not be an asshole because right. he beat up a teenager playing pickup basketball and threatened him with a gun and but he said that was that guy's fault so i don't understand what he needs time off for 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 doing the, the video by the way was that a video or was that him in a nightclub
1: it was a, it was a video well I, I yeah you know what i don't know if he was in a club or not
0: i thought I he was in was. a club okay
5: yeah i think it he probably wasn't. was he then was a, yeah th- but it was his own it,
1: instagram wasn't it
0: yeah Oh, yeah.
5: This is so
0: fucking stupid. I, I cannot believe how fucking dumb... Social media has made people. It's just, <laughs> Chris Rock was talking about last night, our addiction to attention, and it's so true. What This guy doesn't get enough attention. He's got to wield a gun and, ooh, look at me in a nightclub you know, with my gun. I can't believe how empty that nightclub is. There's <laughs> no one there but Jabbaran. It's there's really only, weird. There's only 400 million people, or 400 million guns in the country, but, ooh, look at my, ooh.
4: I don't okay, okay. along those lines, I was going to ask you guys, why Brady would, was... Constantly posting, showing himself with underwear. We didn't talk about that story, <laughs> you know. Showing a picture with his kids, and and I'm here, you know, here with my son. What? What? what whatever happened to privacy? I don't You'd know. Think, think a celebrity would seek privacy instead of seeking more attention? I don't get it. Got to build you that know?
0: brand. There are those guys. There are he, there are the quiet guys who don't want the attention, but they're so far and few now. And honestly, I find myself liking them more and more. The ones that don't need to be constantly look at me. look at my gun and and by the way Morant is not the only guy on Instagram who's showing off his gun his his incredible gun supply or ammo supply I mean that's a big thing for people to post their guns I don't know it just seems so silly to me cool
4: at the risk of sounding racist it's the brothers that are showing off the guns as far as i can tell this is some type of cultural thing where i, I, I guess There's can't a lot of white shit. guys
0: there's a lot of white guys they're just they not so. the instagrams that not, wow, not the sports
1: guy <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah
0: stop being so racist and
1: follow some white people you like jeez <laughs>
4: I just see the stupid how, – how about J, Jalen Carter would be the number one pick in the NFL draft?
1: Still, he, still will and, be. And, Probably will.
4: And now he – right. Now he's charged with reckless driving, racing at 100 miles an hour after George's uh, victory parade after they won the uh, you know the, the NCAA title. And two people die in the other car, a young lady who was driving the other car. They're racing, cutting in, cutting across each other. I mean, just – I guess young people, especially men, although it was a woman who was driving the other car, do this stupid shit. How about the kid for um, Alabama, who's one of the best, Brandon Miller, one of the best players in the country, a five-star recruit, the star of the number one team, a lottery pick if he wants to go pro, and he, he brings a gun to his two teammates, he drives the car when they kill a young woman, and then he gets frisked in <laughs> <laughs> the warm-ups. I know
0: how I mean at that point you can actually say, well, I agree with his lawyer, he didn't do anything wrong, but then when he gets frisky you go he doesn't give a fuck. he does not care. And Jalen Carter the best thing the best thing for Jalen Carter is that he left the scene of the crime is he left us that he hit and, he didn't hit and run, but he left the scene of an accident. That's the best thing he did because he got no DUI because he waited two hours he didn't get tested for alcohol. I spud off. And and I, if he had, that might have made a difference. Not I guess maybe. it's not a hit and run then because he no. didn't anything. But he left the uh, scene of an accident. Those were his friends. He knew those people. How could anyone leave their friends in a clump of metal like that? It's mind-blowing. Because he's
1: going to go number one in the right, draft. exactly. <laughs>
0: he doesn't want a DUI. Uh, Kirby, so it's me, 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 just like it is with a lot of people.
1: The head coach of Georgia, Kirby Smart, had to speak about this. I don't know why. He was giving a press conference. And he just said, Uh, We don't have a culture problem in our program. We don't. I mean, everything's great. Everything's fine. Mind you, you just had a player and, you know, a recruiting coordinator die because they're racing another player. And then I started thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, I guess in his mind, there isn't a culture problem because nobody knew about this until a week ago. So the culture's is pretty tight and pretty <laughs> hidden and, you know, in, in, into each other. So
0: nobody knows well, about things. Has Georgia had a lot of other stuff? No, I don't know. No, they but have. still, it
1: seems really kind of toned up to say, like, we don't have a culture problem. What are you talking about? We just had one player die because he's racing another
0: player. Well, I would expect a kind of a series of events before I would you know call somebody on a culture problem well I mean, they did
1: they did have a couple other people arrested so one of the butkus award finalists was arrested so or um oh and the quarterback dro- got reckless, arrested too didn't driving he? yeah that's right i forgot. Yeah. stetson bennett the 18th yeah.
0: that's nothing though i mean that's what that's normal <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, there's no culture problem. You know what? There's no culture problem. And compare us to other programs. The the best proof that there's no culture problem in the program is that they've won the last two national championships. Exactly. So, I mean, it's what are fine, you going to do? It's crazy.
4: Fine, young, fine, young student athletes. Uh, speaking of student athletes, uh, I was, I'm sure this Antoine Davis of of uh, huh. is a, is a fine young man, and his father is the coach.
2: Might but
4: it, yeah. I really was pleased that he did not break Pete Maravich's record. It was just a false equivalent. Yeah. It's not even close. You guys close. Have read about that. Think of it. Pete, Pete Maravich averaged 44 points a game in his college career. No three point in, shot either. No. Th- and he did it in three years. He did a, a 83 games, 144. So it was a false, false equivalent. Uh, uh, but, you know, and, and, and poor you I mean, even when this kid <laughs> was going for the record, the, the, the thing is a quarter, the arena is a quarter full. Oh, I man. can't think of anything you would without thinking of Dick Vitale who was there for just four years and completely took even college basketball by storm what he did there filling up that callahan Hall that is amazing winning 25 games and we didn't know what I was starting my career back then we didn't know what to make of him. We didn't know what 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 the story was with Vital
0: Did he win he was, 20 in a row one year or 22 in a row or something they had some great streak.
4: And he beat Marquette and and it it was amazing, you know, and and so we knew him here before he became Dickie V, the PTP, the the upbeat adjective spewing (laughs) darling of college basketball. (laughs) But we we didn't know what to make of him because he was so passionate. He would get so passionate that that the spit would be flying out of his mouth. We'd be sitting there like looking at each other. Is is this guy serious? But you know what? He was, he was felt like he's an underdog out to make believers. And he certainly, he certainly did, but anyway. Um, the other, the other note thing I noticed, and I know I've told the story, but I'm not going to tell it again. But Michigan cornerback DJ Turner ran a 4.26. Yeah. I saw at, that at the combine. Wow, was the, he
1: flying! Why wasn't he returning kicks last year? Then? <laughs> no,
4: it's the it's the fourth fastest of all time. God, was in he? In he uh, is incredible. fast, man. Woo. Well, you know, Gibby ran a four point two eight, and I and I, and I told right. you that story with with uh, Tech Schramm and all that. So, by the way, there are, there are no white guys on this list. I questioned Gibby time.
0: about about his four two eight because uh, I think somebody said, "Well, so and so were timing him," and and he was not having it. He was not no, having
5: not at all. <laughs> he ran a
0: four two eight. Damn it! He
4: was, and I believe he, was he did. Eight, he was
0: eight, fast, man.
4: Yeah, yeah, and that was, by the way, that was nineteen seventy nine. And this is this is so 4.28 and this is 2023, which is uh, let's see, uh, 44 years later, and only two one hundredths of a second faster. So that's give you Gibby, okay. Gibby run four two eight in
0: seventy-nine? Yeah, that's what, any, that's what did anyone uh, run did anyone run faster than four two eight? Is that the fastest? No, no, no,
4: no. I, I told you the story. We had Tech Schramm on who created the combine. And we had him on when I did the show with Gibby and Gary on, on the ticket. And we had him on, and I, and and he was bragging about Gibby having the fastest time ever. And Kirk's there, kind of ch- chuckling. And so I say to Tex Schramm, "By the way, Tex, are you telling us that no brother ever ran faster?" <laughs> and there's a long silence on the other end. That he goes, "Like I said, Kirk Gibson had the fastest time ever." That was as far as he. Could he take.
0: still has the yards per catch record at Michigan State. That's Over crazy. 20 yards a catch. That's unbelievable. After all this time. Yeah, and yeah. he was catching, you know, 40 balls a year, which is not like they throw now, but it's still a lot of catches.
4: I'm sure he'll remember this, but in, in, in the game against his famous game, most famous game Kirk played in college was when Michigan State upset Michigan 24 to 15 at Michigan <laughs> Stadium when they were on probation and they had messed up, uh, uh, Michigan's uh, season, etc. And I was showing, I did a story on that with the quarterback that day, Eddie Smith. And so I'm showing Gary Danielson, who was obviously a college football analyst at the time, some of the highlights. So Gibby takes a handoff on an end around and there's three defensive backs narrowing on him. He outruns all of them around the corner. And Whoa. Gary's jaw just drops that he says, God, what's that? Anyway, hey,
0: I got to go back for a second. Did you say Turner ran a four two six? Because I thought he ran a four three six.
4: No, four two six.
0: He ran, ran a four two 4-2-6? six. Yeah. So he yeah, beat it's... Gibby's record.
4: Yes. Yes. Give oh the, the, my. The, 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 the fastest ever was John Ross. And by the way, a lot of the fastest guys never made it in the league. John Ross ran a four point two two in twenty seventeen. A guy named Kalen Barnes ran a four point two three in twenty twenty two. Uh, uh, Chris Johnson, well, Chris Johnson yeah. 4.24 thought, yeah. in 08 a guy named Dree Archer 4.26 in 014 so these these guys these are all modern day didn't Bo Jackson guys.
0: have an, a ridiculous time too I thought I thought there was a DB from VaTech who had a ridiculous time who had all those interceptions Hall what's his name D'Angelo Hall oh maybe. But he had a really fast time
4: the only guys otherwise on this are Tariq Woolen, who I never heard of last what about year Hill? what did he do you're
1: not on there. Who was, your, who was your guy? D'Angelo?
0: D'Angelo Hall? I thought
4: he Three had a really kill
0: fast ran time for some reason.
3: Eric ran a 4.29. Wow.
0: Okay. Damn. Uh, so D'Angelo
1: down. Hall, 4.37. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Jeez. Nice so close. Although so oh, for,
0: for anybody under 4.4 is an extremely fast time, isn't it? Bo Jackson, 4.13. Oh, yeah. I find that hard to believe.
4: What? What? How did it say? 4.13? Give me on the
1: phone. For Bo Jackson, 4.13? 4.
4: 4. 4. Well, that would be on the list. That's not on the list. Where'd you get this
1: list? God. Where'd you get this list? Did you talk to a few people? <laughs> no, just,
0: I got it online. Well, um, you know, when you think about it, uh, th- there were a lot of power hitters who had great speed, but how many guys w- who had the power of Gibby could steal 30 bases in the big leagues? Because Gibby stole 30 a couple times. Jose, Jose Canseco. Jose uh, Canseco. Willie Mays. I believe Hank Aaron. I think Hank Aaron stole close to 30 a time or two. But, um, yeah. I mean, just, just a few, just 10 or 12 yeah. guys. That's why that's And why that 30-30 Add- club used Barry, to be. Barry Bonds. So, I mean, so exclusive. Barry Bonds, yeah, of course. Especially when he's righted up.
4: <laughs> that's why Sparky Anderson <laughs> called him the next the next Mickey Mantle, which only haunted him for the rest of his career.
0: <laughs> well, he, he was on his way.
1: And then without he, without injuries. Like super
4: boosted.
0: I think without injuries, um, he could have been a 350-400 homer guy. Barry? No, Gibby. Oh, Gibby. Gibby. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he had a he had a, a number of years in his early 30s where he really didn't bat much, and he was bounced around from the Pirates to the Royals. And he comes back to the Tigers, and he's got 22 home runs in August when they call the season. Remember that when he was 35? Yeah, yeah. that's his best yeah. well, now, OPS
4: year in the big leagues. Yeah, yeah, Gibby was a Gibby was and 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 he will admit this. He was really an average, uh, an average player who did certain things very very well. He was a poor, poor fielder. He had a, had a weak arm, but he could steal bases. He did have some power. He didn't hit for. He had 268 in his career. He oh, yeah, his, he had excellent power. His power and
0: speed, though, I mean, those those two things are
4: he's pretty, right. pretty and far And he was also a clutch average. player. He also came through when it was time to come
0: very, through, very which, true. Which, is,
4: which, yeah. which he can't put a statistic on. Speaking of, speaking of statistics and all that, Brandon, yeah. i got to apologize to you. I was so depressed last week talking about Don Shane and everything. It even hit me harder that... You know, you brought me back down to earth. I was be trying to be optimistic about the Tigers, but truly Sorry. they are—they they are awful. As, <laughs> as you were saying earlier, the the, the top three hundred players in fantasy—they don't even show up. You
5: know, <laughs> what? They, 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 what? They, they, yeah, the top three hundred players. Yeah,
4: they have, Austin had the Meadows? Top,
0: Austin Meadows. Austin, thirty home run hitter, two years ago, eight years ago, no, eight two years, years ago, twenty six, no, three years ago,
4: he had thirty three. Mm. But he missed last year through because of some some mental Mental health, you know, listen, except for the Dave Dombrowski years where he, you know, traded for Cabrera and drafted Justin Verlander. The Tigers for the last 30 years since Mike Illich bought this team have had general managers like Joe McDonald, Jerry Walker, Joe Klein, Randy Smith, Al Avila. They have had the first pick in the draft for the last five years Mm -hmm. and they're ranked 30th. In their minor league system, so this new guy Scott <laughs> Harris comes in and says, "What the hell have you guys been doing? It's what the incredible. fuck is going on here?" Gee, you know, and so and so he comes out and says, "I didn't think it made any sense to invest in in veteran players who would not be part of the team Beyonce this year." Those at bats are too valuable. So he's basically saying, I yeah. Al- said, we're not going to get any good players. We're going to play the hand we have." Well, we didn't and say that it he had to
0: acquire people that would only be good for one year. He can't acquire guys that's got five
4: years left. Is well, that too? Not, is that not hard, soon enough for the team to be good? But you see, you can't find t- young, controllable position players that are proven. At a reasonable, as he says, reasonable acquisition cost, so they're kind of stuck in this position for the time being. They, and so that's why he said, let's just make the experience better. So they've incre- they've, they've improved the food. The minor league has complained about it was high oh, school please. cafeteria. You know, you know, they improved the food. They're gonna they're gonna do some upgrades to the clubhouse. Come on. They're gonna get a new plane. They've developed they've, they've hired some more coaches. So in other words, they're trying to make the experience better with more coaches and you know elaborating on their biomechanics and stuff like that. But whatever. they don't have the players. I, so whatever, whatever Can I ask see, why
0: Tarek Skubal isn't among the three hundred top Tarek Skubal, is he out for well, the season or something? No, but he's a pro. Oh, yeah, good question. Top 300?
3: I I mean, the highest one is normally Javi Baez, but he sucks.
0: Is Kerry Carpenter going to play a lot this year? Do we know? Were they impressed with him last year?
3: Yeah, he'll get more playing time this year. Okay.
4: But, uh, Drew, to your point will looked very good, but it was his first year of showing anything. There's always the sophomore. How do we know what Riley Green is going to do? Is going to be the sophomore jinx, well, or is going to, or is he going to continue to be better? So Brandon's point is true. There are no established star, or even close to star quality players. You're at the, about the top think. 300 guys for Christ's sake. <laughs> well, well, he really, 300. Well, Red, please that's qualify.
3: incredible. All right. So Javi Baez ranks 174. So, okay. But he still sucks balls, I believe. Riley Green is at 190, but he's a...
0: Okay, he said like, nobody was in the top 300. So mark? I was yeah, given right. fake information. Well, I was fed well, fake news.
3: Okay, fine. <laughs> fine. Then you can take then you can take Riley Green and, and Javier Baez like and watch those guys. them make the playoffs. And
0: I like Tarek Scuble too. I think there's at least three guys that have some value. Scoobyl um, is ranked four oh
4: five. Well some some value, but I think what's, you have to have a few players higher than seventy five to, to 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 hope to win any games. Or fake news. They're terrible. I'm
0: curious to see that. Where's Matt Manning? Was he six-something?
3: Is he even playing? Uh, 532. Okay. (laughs) right,
0: forget it. Why are
3: we talking about baseball? Wait a minute. There's
4: only 30 teams times 20. There's only 600 players in the league.
0: Yeah, and he's one of the bad ones. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to talk about college basketball just for a second? (laughs) Sure, go ahead. Well, MSU. Oh yeah, I will. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Michigan's going to play would. this
4: afternoon. That, that, that watching him the other night blow that game oh, to Illinois God. was incredibly. Look, look at Mark. Mark's like wiping his. I mean, that that was brow.
1: a damn fun oh, game to watch. I just really didn't was. like the
0: outcome. It sounded like an incredible yeah. game, but it really yeah, it was they were up They're, seven did, in overtime.
4: How, how about down seven in regulation? Exactly. Jet yeah. Jed Howard can't play any defense, but he's going to be a lottery oh, pick. Nope, that's why he he'll be good in the NBA. I know. All right, boys, that's all I got. Oh, Thanks, Eli. I can't tell you about Dr. Yaldo because when people people come to the Yaldo Eye Center to get a free evaluation for custom LASIK or those incredible multifocal lens implants, they're always asked how they heard about Dr. Yaldo. They'll say, well, a year ago on TV or six months ago on radio on this or that station. But it's because lens replacement and custom uh, LASIK sound risky, but they're not. They're uncommonly safe. Fast, painless, and offer a lifetime of great vision without the glasses, the contacts, or reading glasses. Everybody's heard the testimonials. What a life-changing experience it can be to have truly precise vision 24-7. You're not only free from the bother and poor performance of glasses, contacts, reading glasses, but you see better with them than you ever could without them. So make the call. It is a safe, life-changing procedure, like I said. He's the premier surgeon in Michigan, Dr. Yaldo is. He's performed tens of thousands of these procedures over the last 25 years. So do yourself a favor. Call today, one 800 398 or go to com and say 1500 on Custom LASIK by simply mentioning the show. All right, I Get out of here. Talk to you later. All right.
0: All right, we'll get to Chris Rock in just a second
1: after these words. Yeah, March Madness is coming up, and smack dab right in the beginning of that first weekend of the tournament is going to be a special event, March 18th, at the Andiamo Showroom, where you can come hear the real story with white boy Rick, hosted by Detroit reporter, not journalist. He likes to be called a reporter. Uh, Charlie Duff in a one-on-one, no-holds-barred interview live at Andiamo Showroom in Warren, once again, March 18th, that's a Saturday night. Rick's going to tell you all uh, the whole story about life before, during, and after prison. Audience members will have the chance to ask their own questions throughout the evening. Tickets are on sale now on Diamo Showroom.com. 586-268-3200. 586-268-3200. There's VIP meet and greet packages. It's going to be a good night once again. Charlie LeDuff and the real story with white boy Rick. And let's see. I know there's a lot of people out there that are maybe stressed out lord knows i'm stressed out well next evo naturals they have the solution for you you can find them at n-e-x-t-e-v-o slash podcast and that solution is their stress cbd complex what is uh, what is the cbd complex well it's their specially designed formula it's got smart sorb cbds patented with a whole plant that i cannot even pronounce it's uh Ashwagana? I've never even heard of it. Everybody knows about that. Mm-hmm. Just give it a shot. What do you have to lose? Clinically yeah, proven... We don't want to
0: lose his account either.
1: <laughs> We're kind <laughs> of on the edge. That, that too. But, you know, I'm a big fan of whatever works for people, so give it a shot. It's clinically proven to reduce stress by up to 70% and improve concentration by 50 So. Why not? What do you got to lose? Uh, make CBDs part of reaching your full potential with Next Evo Naturals. Once again, nextevocom com slash podcast. Use promo code DREW.
0: You're going to get 20% off your first order of $40 or more. Uh, what do you think of what Bentley's put up on our new and improved YouTube page? I, I do think he's putting up too much too fast. I'll say that much. Well, what do you mean? Um, do, you, do you know what the, the shows that are killing it? They're putting up like six, five clips a day. Okay. No, I'm just saying, uh, the shows we're watching are doing it really well, and they put up a lot of clips. And Jim only got, uh, plus we didn't have any of our historical clips up.
1: Okay.
3: Uh, That's um, that's what I want up, all the cliff notes, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, well, he got Aaron Brockovich up, which was timely. Jason Carr was timely. Um, The other thing was, God, I I found so many things where people are getting like 50,000 views on stuff of ours. Well, yeah, I mean... It, what the fuck? I can't blame them because we weren't putting it up. But it's just amazing. Um, like the salad story. Mike Clark's death, too, was something that had a lot of views. Um Feel bad talking about his death. Like, hey, let's get some views about Mike Clark's death. I didn't mean it like that. But <laughs> <laughs> Saints, hey, why hey, you know what? He would be happy with that. He would. He, he would, would. No, he'd be he'd very proud. He'd be all for it. To tell you yeah. the truth, please click it just to make him feel better. If we get it up there, but yeah. Jim, um Jim was putting up a clip a day, and I thought, God, at that pace, we're just not going to get. I mean, we're so far behind, so I, I'm paying them per clip now. So if anybody has any ideas of uh, of clips that you think would be incredible clips, I sent them a ton yesterday, and I, I think a lot of them are, are great old clips, but obviously people want the video mm-hmm. on the new clips. But the, so there's video old clips, too. So um, it's a work in progress. But, you know, subscribe, 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 and uh, we'll see how that goes. Maybe we can catch Dave and Chuck before... Before my life ends, we're only 14,000 14, subscribers. Doesn't seem like that many, does it? Good
1: luck. No, that's not that many.
0: Why do they only have fifteen thousand five hundred? I was I don't un- know. surprised. I, what are they putting
1: up? I don't even know if they're putting up stuff.
0: They put up a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, not much you of it is buried vi- in that algorithm. Not much of it gets goes viral, though. Yeah. That's I think what their problem is. Do they post their whole show? No, I don't think they do. They have one
3: point two thousand videos.
1: You know
0: what they never do? They never have interviews. Well, they don't do. Interviews.
1: They never talk to anybody. They don't do interviews on the show. I know. Why would they not? Can someone explain? Because some me? consultant said don't do interviews. Just take callers.
0: I don't know. I don't know why they wouldn't want to do interviews. <laughs> I, you know what, honestly, nobody does interviews. I would think oh. radio would look at all the things they're not doing and go, I guess we need to do it because we sure are doing shitty. Try something
1: else, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Like that station in Ontario that's doing stripper radio? Hell
3: yeah. Hey, what are they
1: doing? Stripper radio. It's all strip songs, and uh, it's hosted by dancers, and it's a, it's a great time. Oh, so the talent are strippers? You tell me you wouldn't. Well, yeah, I believe I haven't you. heard about this. You
0: wouldn't want to listen yeah, to this in the prep. <laughs>
1: No, I, th- I think. Uh,
0: <laughs> sorry, Brandon. Everybody,
3: please welcome 102.7, the, the Pole, to the stage. The Pole, how generic.
0: 102.7, The
1: Pole. I, I can't think of anything more entertaining and annoying than listening to two strippers talk about anything. Can you imagine that?
0: Um, They probably would talk about what, what pieces of shit men are.
1: Just going to say. It. <laughs> If they're, I'd if, oh, rather be the woman than a guy any day. If they're, if they're dishing <laughs> on some of the stories of guys they've had come in, that would be fascinating. That could
0: be fun. But do you want to hear them do the news and talk about
1: things? And,
0: uh, well, I doubt they're going to do the news. What? I, I'm i not seeing it. Anyway, subscribe to our YouTube page. Follow our Twitter, at Drew Mike Podcast. And uh, review us on the usual places. You know where iTunes, Spotify, so on. 77. Any place it takes a review, we do appreciate it. Even our Facebook or Poor Facebook page. But last night, I, I was still kind of high this morning from Chris Rock. Hmm. I swear, I enjoyed it so much. I haven't heard reviews. Are people reviewing it well? I hope. USA Today shit all over it. Oh, come on. Oh, because USA Today is woke, right? Is that I, don't, why? I don't know why. Can you please read USA Today's review for me? Chris Rock Live Review Selective
3: Outrage. And it says. Chris Rock becomes a sad old man yelling at clouds in live oh, Netflix special. You. I mean, look at the byline, right? Yeah, by Kelly Lawler, a 800-pound columnist, and uh, she just are you shits fucking all over it. kidding me? Hey, perhaps Chris Rock should have titled his new Netflix special "Get Off My Lawn." That's the tone he presents in selective outrage. You he's must. crotchety. He's oh. mean. He's predictable, and he's boring.
1: Oh, I, I gotta really? say, I mean, look, I, I thought really? it, I thought it was good, not great. I thoroughly enjoyed it, especially the Will Smith stuff. Knocked that out of the fucking park. But there that guy is masterful in how he moves on a stage and how he how he delivers jokes. I mean he's I, entertaining. I, thought, yeah. I don't know how you can't watch it and at
0: least go I want to hear what this guy's going to say next. I thought he had fantastic jokes. I thought he hit some great markers. I don't think he scored a, uh you know 100 on everything, but I thought he scored on a lot of stuff. He came out flying. I mean, there's some there's some high points I could tell you. Like you know, for example, Robert Kardashian, your daughters from this great. point forward. That
1: was um, that was hilarious. What
0: about Lululemon for twenty dollars instead of a hundred dollars? Yep, absolutely. The, the race. I mean, holy shit, was that funny? I mean, I laughed out loud multiple times. I don't laugh out loud at a comedy special that often. Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, there's a few others. I still, I still love Bill Louis. Burr.
1: I still love Louis C.K. Yeah, Bill Louis C.K. is great too. It's funny you mentioned Bill Burr, who, who right now might be the best out there aside from Chappelle. But but Rock, um, Rock had a bit on an abortion, and a lot of it was very similar to what Bill Burr said. And I'm like, yeah, well, I guess that just happens when you have similar minds. I don't
3: think
0: Chris Rock is a guy who steals
1: stuff. No, I'm, or not, would saying, I'm steal, not, say, not saying Mark believes
3: that. that Chris Rock stole one of
1: his jokes. He did steal one of my jokes.
0: Well, um, he talked about a lot of stuff we talked about. Maybe that's why I liked it. Except he... he no, did, it, was, he, it was really good. I'm not shitting on He developed some stellar it, jokes around it. So, okay, USA Today. By the way, USA Today in my opinion, unless it's something very simple, is almost not a trustable news entity anymore. I find them to be absolutely useless. Christine Brennan and her outrage over Tiger Woods' tampon. Oh, come on. Are you kidding?
5: Hey, will we get the USA Today tomorrow? Do you want to guess the...
0: Now Chris um, Rock is yelling at clouds, really. You want to guess the thermometer? Yeah, uh, thermometer, I'm going to guess 90. Critics or audience, what are you going with here? Um, I'll say the audience will go 96. 82. 82. that's all yeah, good not great no, okay there's reviews fair. still coming in though it's sure, early. sure critics will probably say oh don't tell me critics gave it a 50 I, 57. oh <laughs> <know>. of course <laughs> of course they would whatever
1: yeah no yeah I, I, you don't look at critics for comedy
0: yeah because a- any they, comedy. They give movies that, or
1: stand up anything
0: they give people that aren't funny a hundred yeah because they don't hurt their feelings Well, Chris rocks no Tignataro. no well, or um, Hannah Gadsby I'm kind of surprised you only got an 82 to be honest with the audience. But, um, I, you know, I'd love to hear some feedback if people were disappointed or, uh, uh this, put up a Twitter poll.
1: I laughed. I don't know how Chris Rock recovers from that. Will Smith. Or R- Will Smith. I'm sorry. Yeah. Thank you. I don't either. He fucking destroyed him. And he not, deserved it, and not really necessarily over the slap. He just destroyed him for something else. I agree. Which never would have happened if it wasn't for um, Will Smith's bullshit the reaction. The line,
3: the line that Jada Smith hurt Will Smith more than he hurt brilliant. me, is uh, brilliant. Yeah, I mean, you have to wait a while because it's the, uh, it's kind of the encourse the, the ending, the headliner of the special. But you know, well, this USA Today critic
0: probably would give a hundred to the red table talk <laughs> where jada talked to will about cheating hey, on him go, which go. is the dumbest he fucking thing i've ever heard name out your
1: fucking mouth! which is exactly what he didn't do um go back to the usa today reporter brandon can you click on her and see what else she's reviewed <laughs> i just want to see all their headlines
3: Kelly Lawler. It looks like she reviews uh, no, this isn't fast food
1: restaurants.
0: Well, I mean, it's her
1: stupid this opinion. Not, I don't know why they
0: hire her. This is not even real. I, I, I can't imagine how USA Today could feel they have a good <laughs> critic who gave Chris Rock this bad uh, yelling at
1: clouds. I, I'm with her. her on Daisy. She didn't like Daisy Jones. I'm with her on that. I know She
3: hated that one. She says the best TV shows are The Last of Us and Party Down. Oh,
0: yeah, oh okay. Yeah, well, Party Down's good. I don't know why. Whatever. I
3: don't know. She's an entertainment correspondent here. She spends most of her time watching and writing about TV.
0: I don't think she'd like she, uh, she, like she wouldn't have liked George Carlin either, it sounds like to me. Probably ever. Mm. Um okay any, any other reviews besides
1: that well, dope? That, well, there's a bunch I mean, there's a bunch on you know, the short ones on Rotten Tomatoes, which Kelly Lawler's on there. He's crotchety, he's mean, he's predictable and boring. NPR. I don't know
0: how you could call him
1: boring. This, this, this is going to be an interesting test. What do you think? NPR? Do they like it? Do did they didn't like it?
0: Uh, they'll probably like it, not like it. They'll probably say seventy-five or okay. something.
1: Now, the reviewer for NPR is a black man named Eric. Oh, he might like it because Rock is a comedy <laughs> pro. A lot of the special was entertaining, <laughs> and some of it was poignant. And rated it fresh. Okay. <laughs> uh, Dan Feinberg, Hollywood Reporter. Did not like it. Rock is a provocateur. Darn it! Nothing in selective outrage raised my hackles. I didn't even get a. I didn't even get a semi hackle. My hackles were flaccid. Really? Weird, he said he didn't
0: review. laugh at the Lululemon tights that say the N word. in every step. Uh, the joke. I'll just tell you what. Basically, what the joke was. Chris Rock was saying he was walking by and he saw Lululemon yoga pants, one hundred dollars, and then they say, "Our company is not racist. We are inclusive." And 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 he said, "Uh, you know, most people would take twenty dollars Yoga yeah. pants racist, that were racist. racist yoga pants. Yeah. That every step you that, took, they said that you could that hear the n-word. A delivery so fucking good. <laughs> I mean,
1: if you can't laugh at him walking across the stage
0: doing that, then
1: I, I don't know. I don't know how to help you there.
0: Also, I, I like the way he came out and just said everyone's full of shit yeah. today. Oh yeah, because everyone That's is strong. full of shit. I, how could I don't know how you could argue with that? But I thought he made it funny too. You know, all this talk about what well, the problem is—he's attacking. Everything, Everything that is the culture today. Safe space, inclusivity, and uh, you know commercials with black and white couples and, and all of these things. Um, so, yeah, people who are part of the culture and believe in it and think, you know, DEI is so important. Well, they're not going to like that because it's going to hurt their feelings. And some people feel they need safe space. <laughs> and Meghan Markle has her fans, too. And her fans do reside in the media who think that she was so... Treated in such a horrific way. She also has a friend, though, that was spotted backstage laughing. I don't know if you saw this.
3: <gasps> oh! <laughs> you want to hear a snippet of his Meghan Markle yeah, this material?
1: Is great.
5: Everybody trying to be a victim. Like, what's this girl? Uh, Meghan Markle. Ah. <laughs> oh. Seemed like a nice lady, <laughs> just complaining. I was like, didn't she hit the light skin lottery? <laughs> hit the fucking light-skinned lottery and still going on complaining, acting all dumb like she don't know nothing. Going on Oprah, I didn't know. I had no idea how racist they were. It's the royal family. You didn't Google these motherfuckers?
0: Pause for a second funny that he's yelling at clouds, but Meghan Markle isn't yelling at clouds. She's pointing out injustice. (laughs) So if Chris had made (laughs) himself a victim somehow, it would have been okay. I would say she yells at a lot more clouds than Chris Rock yells at.
6: I
5: agree with that. They invented colonialism! They're the OGs of racism. They're the Sugar Hill Gang of racism. (laughs)
0: Hip, 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 hoppity, hip, 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 hoppity.
5: Hip, 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 you Don't stop of racism. That's just a podcast. The fuck (laughs) is she talking about? I didn't know. That's like marrying into the Budweiser family and going, they drink a lot. (laughs) The fuck is she talking about? This motherfucker's invested in slavery like it was Shark Tank. That's a good joke. The fuck? And goes, they're so racist, they're so racist. Some of that shit she went through was not racism. It was just some in-law shit. <laughs> this, this is the best
2: part.
5: Sometimes it's just some in-law shit. But <laughs> she's complaining, I'm like, what the fuck is she talking about? No, they're so racist. They wanted to know how brown the baby was gonna be. They're so racist. They wanted to know how brown the baby's gonna be. I'm like, that's not racist. Cause even black people wanna know.
0: <laughs> this is the Steph Curry, Draymond Green. How brown yeah. the baby's oh, gonna be? You can cut it up, but when that punchline hits. Yeah. No.
1: <laughs> and then he brings it back again, brings Draymond up again.
0: <laughs> Draymond Green should, could have a bell, so you know when he's coming. <laughs> oh, my, oh, my. I'm yelling at clouds. Oh, brother. Yeah, the Robert Kardashian thing. Um, addiction to attention and, you know, black China's ass. Yeah, I thought he hit it all. Uh, atten- gets you the most attention being a victim. Having a nice ass, mm-hmm. and I forgot what the other two were. Um,
1: uh, show your ass, be infamous, like shooting up a school. Yeah. Work, work hard or be a victim. Those are the four ways to get attention. Um, Showing your
0: ass is a lot easier than working hard. I, I, I'm just, frankly, amazed. What? Who's the girl from USA Today? How old is she?
3: Oh, Kelly Lawler? She, yeah. she looks, I don't know, maybe... Late 20s. Okay,
0: you said 800 pounds. Is she overweight? <laughs> yeah.
3: She's yeah. probably only about 350.
0: He, did, I don't... Did he make any jokes that would be terribly no. painful for a super woke person? Well, he came down to being woke. I mean, basically, which is a joke. I mean, some people are so overly woke, it's ridiculous. Um, so, I don't know. I, I I agree. When he said something about Russia coming over, half the people would side along with him, and half the people go, ah! oh!
1: Yeah, we it's kind of true. Way. I mean... Yeah.
0: And, and you could take the whatever the reverse of rush is and the opposite would happen. I mean, this country is a mess I, I, like I don't reading, know how people don't realize that.
1: That line he had about politics where he's like Republicans they all lie and Democrats just leave a lot of
0: information out,
1: which is what a I mean, what a great way to attack both sides.
0: Yeah, um I I don't know that he had really had a miss in this thing. Uh, you know, so like I said, there were parts that I I did not I, did, I found myself spacing out a little bit, and then wow, he, once he got to Will Smith, I had already Man. had a lot of laughs, that was but Will Smith just zeroed in, and this is what everyone was waiting for, and he did not disappoint. No, he didn't, and he looked, the last five
3: minutes, he, pissed. he looked angry.
0: Somebody said there was tears in his eyes when he finished. Is that true?
3: It looked that way. It looked really? like he was so furious. Like, you could tell how... I'm telling you, spitting out these I, jokes was making him angry.
1: I think if he was furious in the end, it's because he messed up the one joke. Oh, yeah. When he said emancipation instead of concussion. Oh, but right. he went back and fixed it. Yeah. But that wasn't a big deal. But it was That's what's
0: cool about a live event. He's yeah. flying without a net. That's it's awesome. D- I, I could see why he might be upset, but that yeah. not... didn't ruin I, the joke. I think joke. you're right, though. I think he was... He was, he was blowing angry. off a lot of steam.
3: Yeah. Well, here, look, at it. I, I'm not going to. And Jim it Carrey
0: said when this all happened, Jim Carrey, I remember him saying, "This is forever. This slap was on international TV. Billions saw it, and billions will He's continue cooked. to see it forever." <laughs> we'll so he meant though, in terms of for Chris Rock, this is something he just has to live with forever. Getting punched or sla- whatever you want to call it, on national TV. I mean, yeah, that was the, I, the biggest pile of bullshit.
1: I love the fact that, you know, he had to wait. Well, he didn't have to, but he decides to wait a whole year and just crafts a really perfect response. And the way he started, when he's like, I'm not going on Oprah. You're not going to hear me whine about being a victim. It's like, yeah, that's that's good because, you know, I, I don't know. Took it's it like Pacquiao. Because, because Will didn't. Will went around the, you know, he did his religion around the world tour.
0: I love the way people tried to explain the slap at the time too. Some people yeah, still ridiculous. support Will Smith, which is like what are you talking about? And and Chris explained it very specifically that this all that she started it. She started it when she said he shouldn't host the Oscar because concussion wasn't nominated, which is ridiculous. Why would you put pressure on someone who has a chance to host the Oscars? That's absolutely bullshit. So he didn't do it and then he told a fantastic joke that Jada boycotting the Oscars is like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. I'm not invited. Jada had nothing to do with the Oscars. It was Will Smith's movie, which, by the way, was that movie, did that deserve to be nominated?
5: No. no. Not at all. No. She
0: was full of shit. <laughs> yeah, then, she, the then she invites him on Red Table Talk to talk about her banging her kid's friend and made a complete ass of him. He... Will Smith, I'm amazed how far he's fallen in my own brain. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm what... I'm observing my own brain. I'm going, I can't believe it. I used to really like him. I was like, the way everything was Chris said everything last night said, yeah. is exactly how I felt. I rooted for him. I liked his movies. Like, oh, this new Will Smith movie. I want to see that. Now, some less than others, but generally I was a fan. And then in one fell swoop, it all disappeared, and I can't watch a Will Smith movie now. I don't care what he's doing. I have no interest. He's a big phony. Just a big fake. Well, a lot a act, lunatic. A, a lot of actors are. With fucking shitty kids. I'm sick of his shitty fucking phony. kids and his shitty wife. Uh, this
5: guy's a total phony!
0: Before
1: the special came out, there was uh, a story about the one joke, and I don't want to give it away because it's a really good joke that he makes about emancipation, and... One of the complaints that I saw was because how could he tell that joke and a room full of white people will laugh at it? That just doesn't feel right. Well, I got to tell you, that was pretty black.
0: Oh, it was a very black audience. Yeah,
1: so that person... The audience had no
0: problem with any of it. The right audience off. was yeah. laughing their asses off. Yeah. So, you know, is this critic from USA Today, is she white?
1: Yeah. Yes, oh, and uh, I just went back through her tweets. Would you like to hear some tweets from last night? Sh-
0: um, oh, her tweets? Yeah, 17, yeah, sure, I'd love 17
1: to. hours ago. Hello, it's me watching the Chris Rock live special on Netflix. Got five likes, no response. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> how many followers does she have? Um, oh my god, that was her. I have more followers. That's how bad it is. Sixty-three hundred. Oh god, thank so god you said. If anybody
0: said like twenty-six thousand, I would be. I would have another fucking seven thousand followers to try to get. If anybody's
1: yelling at Clouds, she's at least tweeting to Clouds because nobody's seeing any of these response, any of these comments. Right. So then she wrote. Uh, let's see, go back. In, da, 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 da. She said, "I mean, a lot of us don't play either Michael Jackson songs or R. Kelly. And instead of Jackson, she wrote J asterix C K S O N, like it's an expletive. Probably what? Probably because she doesn't want the Jackson Army to come after her.
0: She <laughs> did that. Yeah. For Are real? you yeah. fucking kidding if
3: me? You put Jackson, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson fans search you. for that. What
0: a what a complete <laughs> moron. A pussy. I'm not what a, a, a-
5: jackal.
6: I'm Jackson. Yeah, that got four. Oh, that
0: got four
5: replies. Play Michael Jackson or Kelly they
1: got four replies, and here, here they are. I still love Annie Hall, which is
0: yeah, you know, Woody you Allen.
1: And then uh, another guy goes, "I I play him all the time." <laughs> and then another one. A lot of us do play him. So look, her look responses at, aren't exactly what I think she thought they would be.
0: Look at who's creating our. Criticism. Or look who is critiquing comedy. Look at the mindset of this person who is the entertainment director of USA Today, the McDonald's of journalism.
1: The, the, what a she, joke! That's what she is. The entertain. Okay. Is she the director. What other tweets? I thought she was just the TV critic. Yeah. Um, okay, the TV critic. Um, she is. She, she shouldn't be. She retweeted a guy here who writes for the L.A. Times. My worst fear realized Rock is going to make us listen to 87 minutes of his New York Times op-ed piece on wokeness just to get three minutes of slap jokes. What a dick.
0: Um, Oh, she retweeted that.
1: And then this person, let's see who this person is.
0: So she hates Chris Rock. So she's a racist. This person wrote, uh, (laughs) cancel Cancel culture,
1: Instagram, Black China, Mega Markle. This is hilarious.
0: Three years ago. (laughs) Wait, Meghan Markle, right. Harry just had another grift on Saturday. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Harry was having a conversation with someone for $17. You could watch the conversation. Where Harry talking about
7: being from Broken Hill.
0: <laughs> you get a free copy of his book, though, remember? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, you had to buy the book. It was more than $17 then. because it was 30 30 I thought. What a joke. How? Why are people still going along with this grift? Isn't it incredible? I don't know. Her next that's tweet. not three years ago, that's yesterday. It's still going. The Netflix special was six months ago. The book came out, what, a month ago?
1: This critic's next tweet has two likes, and she wrote,
0: oh, great, we've moved on to the Kardashians.
1: Are we not allowed to joke about the Kardashians? Are we not allowed to? The
0: Kardashians joke was a monster it's funny fucking joke. It perfect. was a monster.
1: Ab- Once again, <laughs> the, the delivery about
0: Robert Kardashian and OJ,
1: <laughs> and that punchline was just fucking beautiful. <laughs> it's brilliant. And then she retweeted someone who wrote, "Chris's rhythm is off too. You can tell when he's in pocket because he's got a very specific pace, back and forth, and cadence. That ain't there right now." Which I gotta say, once again, this is a live special. How many times have you seen Chris Rock live? I'm sure you've watched all his specials, which are edited. But I, I like his pacing. I like the way he moves on a stage.
0: Anybody who questions his professionalism yeah, or his delivery, I think you're out of your fucking mind. And Black China, by the way, Black China is one of the biggest OnlyFans money makers out there three years ago <laughs> no, no not three I, years ago I'm right just, now I'm just saying he could are. have used any all that's just a matter of of whose ass to mention she was not the joke the joke was not about black china yeah. it was about asses being a way to get attention which if you don't understand that then you are a moron and then she
1: said is someone paying comedians every time they say the word trans or what which got five likes and no responses or anything. To which I say, he was very positive about that aspect, too. It wasn't yeah, in he a said pejorative sense. Oh, my God. And then, how is this only half over? <laughs> which got no likes and no comments on.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Uh,
1: this so she, rock she, she material doesn't... on dating is so close to the material on dating and tambourine that you might as well just watch tambourine again, which is another one of his special. I guess that's a fair point, whatever. Uh, it's just that a certain point, I feel like this generation of mega comedians is too rich and too removed from it all to make the kind of jokes that got them all that money ever again. <laughs> that was a comment she made.
0: I wonder how she grew up. What if she grew up like Chris Rock did, taking a bus from a couple thousand miles to go to Disney? What if she grew up that way? Ugh, I suppose. I don't know. I doubt it. Someone replied to her, go away. Yeah, I couldn't agree more.
5: G.I. Jane 2, can't wait
0: to see it. Well, between uh, Chris Rock and Bill Maher, I really enjoyed Bill Maher. Friday night, I don't know if you guys watched it.
1: No. Who was on? Um,
3: Russell Brand was on, and he was loud.
0: Russell Brand, he was loud. (laughs) Um, He had had some great lines, and, and I have to say it was a matter of Bill Maher had Russell Brand to represent the, I'd say, kind of the dissenters, and who was the guy with the, let's see, I'll get his name, I wrote it down. Well,
3: Bernie Sanders was also on there. Hmm.
0: Yeah, Ber- Bernie Sanders, who, by the way, I can't believe how sharp Bernie Sanders is. I don't always agree with Ber- Bernie Sanders by any stretch of the imagination, but he's a sharp guy, and I think he's sincere about what he feels, so I'm not one of these people that just hates Bernie Sanders. I think he's... You can hate his policies. He seems like yeah, a pretty I, good guy, though. No, I think he is a good guy, and, um, you know, he's, a, to me, a, a respectable... Representative of, of a view that I don't have, and I, I'm willing to listen to him. Okay, John Crazy Heilman. Bernie. John Heilman was the guy who Russell Brand was kind of going up against. Mm. And uh, Bill Maher made a great point about COVID in particular that, you know what? The dissenters are looking pretty good. And and I have to agree with Bill Maher and Russell Brand. Give the dissenters their due. You know, this stupid... Why? And John Heilman did it, too. The The... The Wuhan lab comes up and John Howell has to say, well, there's a, there's a certain groups that say it was from the, the uh, it, there's four agencies to say this. Four. He can't live with the fact that um, some really big agencies are coming out pretty strong. The fact that it came out of the lab. Nobody's saying that it couldn't have come from the markets. You, your group, said that it couldn't come from the lab. And anyone who said that was a conspiracy theorist, even Jimmy Kimmel couldn't stand it. Did you see Jimmy Kimmel's clip? No. He replays Tucker Carlson to somehow make a point about why they were calling it a conspiracy theory as if it had to do with, um, because Trump was being racist, we had to pretend it couldn't have come from that lab, like China never does anything bad. That's ridiculous. That doesn't change a fact. If Trump is being racist, call him a racist, but don't say, he didn't come from the lab because Trump said it, he's racist. That's bullshit. I think I sent it to you, Brandon. Yeah, it was in the prep last week. Yeah, this, this was. of sp-
7: diarrhea, Tucker Carlson of Fox News <laughs> <laughs> yesterday.
0: I was really disappointed in Jimmy Kibble. I have we to say. The,
7: um, the Department of Energy, you probably know about this, believes with what they described as low confidence that COVID may have leaked from a lab in China. Eight federal agencies now have weighed in with their assessments. Four believe COVID came Pause from for one natural second. trans.
0: Notice how everyone who couldn't stand that it may have come from a lab had to point out that it still might not have come from a lab, even though that's not the point. The point is you weren't allowed to say it yeah. without being called. He called people conspiracy theorists.
7: I'm sorry. Go ahead. transmission Two say it was a lab leak and two are still undecided. In other words. We don't know, but the dingbats now see this as some kind of proof that they were right—that the virus came from a Chinese leak at a laboratory. Which, by the way, it might have. The point is, we didn't know then; we still don't know now. No, but but what you we do know is that to Trump say it. and his buddies. Blaming the Chinese resulted in a great deal of anti Asian American sentiment and even violence in this country. And that's was there a great no, deal of there was Chinese
0: not. violence after that? What China is a terror China are not the nicest people. We can't pretend if if pretending China is a wonderful country if we're doing that to save Asian people in this country, it's not working.
1: Look, I remember there being a couple videos. I think he's talking about the, the rise of anti-Asian violence.
0: Yeah, though. black guys yeah, beating up Asian just, people in like, New York. Were those Trump th- fans?
3: No, they weren't. That was gang initiations and stuff like that. They're, this is horse shit. Nobody went and took COVID and decided that they were going to be mean and angry toward any Asian people, whether they were Chinese or not. Right. Why would
0: you? Why would you obscure a fact and say... That's false. It's a conspiracy because you're trying to save people from being beaten up. You're telling a lie. And anyone who doesn't tell the lie gets blocked, gets thrown off of Twitter or whatever. That's ridiculous.
7: That doesn't work in this country. And that's why it was irresponsible for the president to call it the China virus. But Tucker Carlson apparently disagrees. This plague should never have happened. It could have been stopped. But people chose not to stop it. (laughs) What people? Tomorrow, he'll blame the Spanish flu on Antonio Banderas. (laughs) Yeah.
4: Imagine if you're a comedian, and all of a sudden, your cue card has all kinds of talking points from politicians and foreign governments on it. Don't read it. You degrade yourself, and you become
7: complicit in the greatest crime in history. Isn't that beautiful? I mean, the idea that this man would accuse... That I would be accused of reading talking points from foreign governments. If it weren't so brazen, it would almost be funny coming from this loathsome, un-American Moscow mule.
0: So Jimmy's trying to weasel out of the fact that he was calling it a conspiracy theory by somehow making fun of Tucker Carlson. That I don't even think that makes sense.
3: No, and if you listen to the audience, I think the audience uh, didn't really chuckle that much. They were like, uh, he's right. You were...
0: So anyway, Russell Brand was getting into it with uh, John Heilman because <laughs> Russell, they were talking about Dominion Systems and Fox News and these Fox News people who were reading or, or, you know, having guests and suggesting that, you know, this was a really legitimate issue, that the that the votes were improperly countered, there was voter fraud. And so Russell Brand was saying, well, you know, don't get the idea this is just a Fox News thing. And John Heilman just wasn't having it. And so he said, give me one example. And he said he brought up Joe Rogan uh, taking horse tranquilizers or what was it? Horse. Right. Ivermectin. Ivermectin
3: Ivermectin being labeled a horse tranquilizer when Ivermectin has been used by humans for a very long time, by millions of humans.
0: Which is the same joke Jimmy Kimmel made that Joe Rogan's taking horse medicine or something like that. And then he brought up, what was the second thing he brought up? He didn't bring up the Hunter Biden laptop, which surprised me.
3: Uh, I think he also just brought up the Rachel Maddow saying oh, that uh, if yeah, you take the vaccine, it's completely gone and you can't pass it, which was a lie that nobody seems to care about.
0: Which, well, speaking of the, the dissenters looking good, I have never been able to satisfactorily answer this, is when did they know that people taking the vaccine were getting covid Because there's there's some guys, some investigative guys that have been killing themselves to find the answer to this question. And they cannot get what's the one when did the pharmaceutical companies or whoever figure out that people with the vaccine were still getting COVID? Because they went months saying you couldn't get it. And and then all of a sudden it became every
8: vaccinated person.
0: This overwhelming amount of people were getting COVID with the vaccine, and they didn't really say when. That's they not just what my went, president told me. You're
7: not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations.
0: They just wanted to know, when did you find this out? Because all this time went by where it was implied that you just couldn't get it. And so they were trying to well, find out, those, and yeah. no one will say when that is.
1: Remember, the first studies came out. It was at 95%, which they, now there's been a bigger study. That no, but shows people, how were flawed- getting,
0: people were getting COVID who had the vaccine they're suggesting that no one was admitting it they're saying that they were implying that you couldn't get it for much longer than the truth actually existed because people were in real time were getting covid now am i crazy there was some they said point at which that. they said oh you can get covid with the vaccine yeah. so the question that they're asking is when did you know that and when did you finally acknowledge that because there was a period that was pretty pretty lengthy period where they were suggesting that you absolutely could not get covid if you had the vaccine it didn't take a study you had real people going to the hospital well, or it started with a
1: study but yeah well i mean no, we no, still you have, have people
0: t- taking the vaccine who got covid yeah no. so I know. when did they start getting covid because you know for a long time they said you couldn't i don't think it's that complicated
3: I don't know. I don't know. It's still complicated, though, because, I mean, we, we, even, even right now, if you can't get into the country, Novak Djokovic, one of the healthiest and best athletes in the world, he cannot come to the U.S. to, to play tennis because he's not vaccinated.
0: Well, and that was, I, I thought Mar had some hilarious punchlines about that. What did the guy from the tournament say? Something like, well, we're, we're, we're not sure there's any observable risk at the moment. <laughs> observable risk to Djokovic playing tennis?
3: What? He's by himself. I mean, t- No, no, t- it's
0: so preposterous.
3: Tennis isn't a sport where you're uh, in a nightclub.
0: Anyway, the, the audience seemed to be roaring with it, which, I mean, Bill Maher's audience, I don't know what Bill Maher, I guess Bill Maher's audience just likes Bill Maher, but uh, some things work a lot better than other things. And I, I thought Russell Brand made some great points. And uh, it was between Rock and, and Bill Maher, I thought two nights in a row, some really, really good television. Especially Chris Rock. Oh, my God. I can't, I still can't get over that. USA Today, that's just amazing <laughs> to me. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something I think she that just also, sucks that everyone likes or that she most used people like.
3: Dave Chappelle as an example of uh, how well, people
0: yelling at clouds.
3: Yeah. She's basically saying that. Uh, well, Sounds like she's got a
0: racism too. problem to me. Chappelle sucks yeah. too. Yeah, you'd think she would be as. as Woke as she is, I, I, I
1: don't know what she expects out of a, a what. How old is Chris Rock? Fifty, mid-fifties comedian.
0: You would think she would be more cognizant of picking on two black comedians when she's she she's white, isn't she?
1: She oh, well, to her
3: credit, she also said Ellen DeGeneres is no longer funny. <laughs>
0: Ellen DeGeneres? Yeah, she when is that. Ellen DeGeneres' When was she Netflix, funny? What Netflix special has she done lately? For Rock,
3: like very successful peers Dave Chappelle and Ellen DeGeneres, the more money and more power he accures, the harder it is for him to be funny.
0: She's putting Ellen DeGeneres in a class with Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle? Correct. Are you kidding? <laughs> it sounds to me like you're the one that's wildly Ellen, out when's of it, El- lately. Ellen's
3: last special, 1992?
0: I couldn't even tell you. Well, that or she not do you remember Ellen having a Netflix special in the last ten years?
1: No, but her sh- and her show's been off for two years.
0: Yeah, and I would have never put her in the category with those guys anyway. Even when she was doing her show, I mean, what? Oh my god, the bullshit floating around out there is just incredible. All right. Well, there was a. Uh, there's plenty more beyond Bill Maher, in entertainment as. Uh... Okay. Justin Bieber. This is weird. Mark, you've been kind of paying attention to Rolling Loud.
1: Yeah, because Tory Lanez uh, was supposed to perform, even though there's a warrant out for his arrest. (laughs) Tory Lanez
0: Uh, is in jail.
1: I know. Oh, is he in jail? Yeah. Why? How's he going to perform? They
0: were trying to spring him based on this appeal. They're saying, hey, look, his lawyers, they haven't even been able to get through all this yet. So they keep moving the sentencing back. He's been found guilty. He was supposed to be sentenced in January. They moved it back to February because he's Tory Lanez and he has a new attorney, Jose Baez. Then they moved it back to April. That's right. And so, so they're like, oh, my God, it's taking so long to understand this case for his new attorneys. We should just let him out. And they, they actually had him on the, the bill at Rolling Loud. It's a
1: brilliant move, what? though, right? Keep him on the bill. Why not? Use his name to sell some tickets. That's But that's false advertising. Yeah, no shit. Not I mean,
0: Jesus Christ.
1: So... The other thing at Rolling a lot, I don't know if you saw, there were two performers who got cut uh, performances got cut short. Yeah, one one being Travis Scott, which you know he was late. Remember his whole Astro World right fiasco with the ambulance driving through. He was late, so they cut off his um, you know his beats and his backing vocal while he was performing because it's like okay, wrap it up, Scott. So he was pretty pissed off about that, and then I something happened to Nicki Minaj
0: as well. Yeah, Nicki Minaj, okay, what happened was Nicki Minaj was, Lil Wayne invited her up. Mm-hmm. So she's performing at Lil Wayne, and I guess the karaoke player wasn't working right. So she was chanting, yeah, kill the, the DJ. DJ. Yeah. And uh, the, the way I heard it described was, she seemed to take it very personally, like Lil Wayne's DJ was trying to fuck with her, which I sincerely doubted. She said, stop fucking with me, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And so I guess people were concerned that somebody's going to beat the fuck out of the DJ, <laughs> but I don't think they did. Anyway, he was Lil Wayne's guy, so Lil Wayne, I guess, is a little defensive about it. Then uh, Travis Scott, by the way, had just assaulted a New York DJ yeah. when he was performing and busted up $12,000 worth of equipment, and I'm not even sure, he was, was he arrested for
3: that? I don't think so. There were some stories about it, but...
0: I think they were trying to find him. <laughs> it was like uh, being not. It wasn't like a bolo, but they were trying to interview him to decide whether to arrest him. And then he disappeared and he went and got pissed off at Rolling Loud because he was late and they cut his music. Then Bieber went on stage with Don Tolliver and sang a song. And all anybody said was, yeah, he sounded good. And like, what's going on with him?
1: Yeah, I thought he just canceled
0: his whole tour. He did. So, so Why is he performing? thought he well, was sad. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I read a little bit more about that. It doesn't sound to me like it's the Bell's palsy. They yeah. said he performed, after he got over Bell's palsy, he did six shows, and I think a few of them were in Europe. One of them was a big, I mean, like 150,000 people or something at some giant festival. And they said that when he got off stage, he realized he was just too exhausted to do this. It just takes too much out of me to go up there and do this. And his health team and i quote health team uh advised him that he is not in any kind of condition to be touring wow sounds so serious. he is kowtowing to his health team they probably shouldn't perform at a big event then <laughs> No, he probably shouldn't do one song and then i i know didn't you did you mention the other day his wife having his beef with selena yeah, I, don't, I don't even
1: know what it's about that's why i mentioned it because it's so
0: ridiculous that
1: it's a news story
0: why would she be posting something? Uh, what did she do? I don't even chops know. Chops of Selena. I guess Selena Gomez. Somebody's making fun of her eyes. She was making fun well, of her, her own right? yeah. right? Yeah. Her. She was the Bieber for a long time. Yeah. And she fucked up her eyebrows and put something up. Oh, look! I messed up my eyebrows. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, that's good. That's self-deprecation. Sure. So Haley Bieber and someone else were, I guess, making fun of her making fun of her eyebrows. Hmm.
1: So fucking high
0: school. <laughs> it's so stupid. So junior high of them. It's just unbelievable. Oh boy, I guess I'm maybe I'm the only cloud out. That's <laughs> that yeah. lady, Chris Rock. Um, and then uh, you know, on the subject of, of young impulsive people, Britney Spears. Um, this I just read this today. There's another intervention coming. Yeah. All I could think of was why is this in the media? Why do you tell the media when you're planning an intervention? Because the idea is, of course, that you don't want the person to know, and that way it's a real intervention. They're surprised, and you kind of lay this thing on them that you're all worried about. And in this case, it sounds like the same stuff they were talking about before. As I heard,
1: um, according to Radar Online, it's a race to save her before it's too late. Mm-hmm. It could awfully, be too late,
0: Drew. It's awfully dramatic, isn't it? It could be too late. Anyway, they said that she stays up for days at a time. Sounds about right. Yeah, and then she gets really angry, really angry, because she's she's exhausted for days at a time. Yeah, and she's not taking her mood stabilization drugs, which I guess is quite a cocktail of drugs to keep her on the straight and narrow. And then also, she's selecting her own drugs. Yeah, I think she's on meth. That she likes. Why that would she be stay up, for up for days? I know. How could you stay up for days without meth? Uh, cocaine, maybe? I don't
1: know. Could you? Oh, ugh, oh, gross.
5: I, I've, a ugh. ugh.
0: Is that a new post? Yeah, yeah I'm she's wishing Sam's Sam happy
5: tongue. birthday. Ugh,
0: gross. God, she's such a hag. They look like such a great couple, don't they? I know. They're, that's such a joke.
3: Look at me with this dress on. Look look at I'm how, f- what is thinning. that
0: dance?
3: She's dumb she's crazy.
0: She does she remind anybody of Marjorie Trailer Green now? <laughs> a little
3: bit. Isn't nice she look. turning
0: into Marjorie Trailer Green? Did
3: she get that eye black tattooed around her eyes? Why is her
0: stance so wide? I don't Wait, know. Wait, blotch knee, look at those blotches on her. Ugh.
3: Here's another one where I'm spinning. Life goes on. This is the first white skirt I've worn in a long time. A whole bunch oh, of unicorn emojis.
0: So anyway, in the intervention story, they go talk about how proud Brittany is. (laughs) He keeps saying it, how proud she is that she bought this house and she did it all on her own without anyone's approval. And that's the house that she hated after three weeks. And so she just sold it for a $2 million loss. Is that a success story? No. That's the whole idea, though, is that she needs someone kind of just watching what she's doing because she's kind of nuts and impulsive and not very good, not very together. So, anyway, whatever. But, God, is she a hag? And mm, I can't believe it's how It's awful. I cannot believe how many women respond, oh, do something about her
4: makeup.
1: Why are more people talking about how, like, downhill her looks have really gone since she's been out of the conservatorship? Like, you know, man, I, I... mean, it has gone downhill definitely, fast. Definitely, I Because right? yeah. yeah. um, I remember, Brandon, we were watching, we are like, man, eh, she looks pretty attractive when she first started... You know, doing things again, and yeah. now it's just like. you
0: yeah.
1: think Sam's saying the same thing. Probably. When I first got she was just pretty
0: good. What happened to her? her remember her pregnancy? She have a baby.
1: Yeah. How um, that? Well, she had the miscarriage.
0: Remember? She did claimed. that really happen? Does anyone believe oh, that? Like? Do you believe she was pregnant? No, I don't. No,
1: I'm gonna
3: no. raise this one.
0: No one does. She went off on a rant, by the way, on her her family again. Oh, good. About four oh, or five days ago, she's playing the hits. <laughs> Works for her for, for her fans. Her fans love it. It's not a hit anymore. It's I don't think it's a hit. Is it? Isn't it just something that makes people go, "Oh my God, she needs help." Put <laughs> her in
1: a conservatorship. Yeah. Lock, lock her up. Put but, her in a padded um,
0: room. But the story about the I think it was the last rant, and it was about the house selling. I saw it on um, was it on TMZ or one of those you know pretty mainstream places. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Three comments people are just done with her yeah. i think they're bored of her well she doesn't
1: she really well i guess she did that elton thanks a lot elton john she did that hit but other than that what has she done she hasn't done
0: anything that song huh? still streams really well it, it makes really? me so mad yes does like half a million a day huh. uh okay tom sizemore dead at uh, 61 we haven't talked about tom at all and uh, you know i really like tom sizemore as an actor
1: yeah do you, do you remember uh did his
0: mom listen to the old show? We were talking yes. about that when you were upstairs. I thought so, yeah. yeah. His mom or his dad or a relative, someone okay. related to Tom Sizemore, listen to the show, because Tom told us in an interview That's right. that some radio station was talking about his th- his court case with Heidi Fleiss. You know, he he just was so adamant that he never beat her up. <laughs> That's all he us. <laughs> Oh, it was clearly us. I think I acknowledged that on the call. Yeah. And I think he kind of chuckled. I thought I liked him, honestly, in the interview. Sure. He was trying to overcome a bad drug problem. He he sounded sharp. He sounded like Tom Sizemore to me. I enjoyed talking to him. I was really excited to have him on. I think he's a great actor. And unfortunately, in my opinion... The drugs won. He mm. succumbed to his addiction, and he just couldn't get over it. And I know a lot of people are really crapping on him now. Yeah, yeah, Tom Why, beat not. up women, and most addicted to drugs. But I think he made multiple efforts. He was on he was on Dr. Drew's show for whatever that's worth. I don't know if that's is it, that's real, isn't it? You Kinda? mean
1: the celebrity rehab? Yeah. Well, I yeah, mean that's that was real. That was real. Yeah. He was on
0: Sober House. Yeah. And it's and, so real that Steven Adler had to go shoot up in the bathroom. That's right. And on those shows, by the way, I thought those people showed you a lot of what they were like mm-hmm. because it was a reality show. And it wasn't, you know, of course, it's not a perfect picture of anyone. But I thought I, I found him kind of likable. I found him to be a guy that was really fighting and unfortunately losing. So uh, they had a nice story in the the free press and the news because he is from here. His dad was a corporate attorney who went to Harvard. And he was, his father, uh, as Tom pointed out, was not from money. And they were poor. They were living in Corktown. And when his dad became a corporate attorney, things started to change. And when he was in eighth grade, they moved to Shelby Township. And Tom was not only acting, he was on the honor roll, he was a quarterback on the football team. Does anybody know Tom Sizemore from? from playing football in somebody high school. Was, I know that's a real reach here cuz yeah, no, I don't think somebody would. Have yeah, to. will
3: be. A, that would yeah, be in
0: the people. Yeah. That I've would had, be in the late 70s.
3: I've had people on the boner line say that, like they know his stepbrother and they know people that are related to him. So I'm sure somebody's going to pop yeah, up. Yeah, hopefully. I sack that motherfucker
0: cuz I never heard about his you know they made it sound like he was a great athlete in high school in addition to being a great actor. He, now he Tom said that his father fell in love with another woman. And there was an ugly divorce, which took a couple of years and severely uh, hurt his mother's ability to successfully raise a family because she was fighting. I think she was waiting, waiting tables or something. And they moved back to Detroit. He graduated from Bishop Gallagher High School in Detroit. Mm. He did act with the Gross Point players. Uh, he was inspired by Taxi Driver. And, um, you know, up until... For example, Saving Private Ryan and Heat, I thought he was huge, great yeah. in both those movies. Do you guys have movies you like them in?
3: Well, Saving Private well, Ryan is my favorite movie of all time, so
0: that's... Reservoir Dogs. That's one. Res- oh, yeah, Reservoir Dogs. Well, that was huge. Trying to think Seems what to, I know I'm missing stuff. There, was, there was just a, in.
1: one after another, like bam, 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 uh, in, the, in the early to mid-90s. Natural Born Killers, right? Natural Born
0: Killers, that was his big break. Absolutely. Oliver Stone, Let's see. and Oliver Stone had some really kind words for Tom Sizemore, and I think everybody in that business thought he was a fantastic actor. Is it too soon to mention
1: the names of his children? Those that questionable decision.
0: Tom Sizemore's Jagger. Oh, these <laughs> kids are named
1: Jagger ja- and Wales.
0: Jagger and it looks like
1: Jaden. Okay, I
6: love know. you, Jagger.
1: <laughs> My thoughts go out to them right now. It's a really difficult time.
0: Did he? Did he have a first wife that we don't really hear about?
1: Uh, Maeve Quinlan. Ninety six to ninety
0: nine, don't remember that. She's
1: in the bold and the beautiful.
0: Okay, he liked women. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah he did a wow. did a porno.
1: Yeah. Oh, true romance, true romance, oh, right? Oh yeah, true romance that. for sure. Black Hawk Down, Pearl Harbor. Oh, Black
0: Hawk Down. God, yes, Pearl Harbor, of yeah. course.
1: No, there's a whole string of them. I don't remember but, what Point Break. What was in Point Break?
0: I don't recall. That's such a murderer. It was movie. a small role. You know, it's, it's interesting reading about his childhood and how his parents split up when he was in uh the ninth grade. And how much that affect his his mother with the kids. And and I remember when my parents got divorced, and this was really true in the 70s. Women got screwed in divorces. Mm-hmm. That all changed. With Kramer versus Kramer? <laughs> Oh, someone saw Kramer versus Kramer in school, by the way. Oh, really? Somebody, yeah. I, can people continue saying those Because those are really funny. Somebody saw Waterworld in school <laughs> really? as part of their science class? It was like, Waterworld? The Travolta movie? The Scientology movie? No, that-
3: that's Battlefield Earth. Oh, this Water- is
0: Kevin Costner. Yeah, right? Waterworld yeah. was Kevin it's Costner. It's another terrible movie. But, oh my God, is that funny? Kramer versus Kramer. What class was that in? But anyway. Uh- sociology. It's always sociology. I just remember, uh, you know, I didn't get to see my dad much in high school at all, but going to visit like, wow, this is like a different world because, uh, when my parents got divorced, my mother was 49 years old. I was, she was 40 when I was born. She was 45 when my little brother was born, which is wow, weird. But, uh, she had never worked. She went to work in real estate and actually ended up doing very well, but she was really struggling for a while. And I, I'm not even going to repeat what she got in the divorce because it almost blows my mind. Hmm. And I think a lot of divorces were like that at that time. I mean, it really changed everything, Um, except not so much for my dad because he (laughs) seemed to be living pretty well. Did she find it hard to get a job and do all that? Hell, yeah. Yeah. She started out doing something else, and then she saw other people, women, making money in real estate, and just thought, I should try that. And, but it's not easy. I mean, it takes a while.
1: My grandfather died before I was even born, and my grandma had to go to work. It's like, oh, my God, I could not imagine that. No, How that, many kids uh, did she have? Early 70s, just three.
0: Yeah, That's we just still. had my brother and I were at home. Yeah. And my brother. I've
1: always admired that about her. She went and she became a custodian
0: at a school, which, you know, good. I'm glad she did. We had, my sisters were out of high school, and my brother was 16. My brother's was wait, he was 14, but then when he was 16, he and my mom used to fight a lot, which would be—it would be really typical fights, not like the almost famous fights yeah. with the mom and the kids, but sort of along those lines. And I just remember—and one of the fights was over his motorcycle, because he had a 600cc motorcycle, and you could only have a 150 at six age 16, and he, got, he had the whole caper <laughs> where— he was being chased by the cops. Yeah, I remember that, And he that, dumped yeah. the cycle and Brilliant then called move. it in stolen. Brilliant. And my mom busted him. Mom said, he's lying. That's what moms are he's for. He's lying.
1: <laughs> and
0: he was pissed because he thought, ah, I did a pretty good job getting out of that one. Did she eventually admit that? Okay. That's pretty good. That was a good one. No. She no, never really? No. Mm. She held their, it. Their off. fights were never settled. And then he roared off on his motorcycle one day at a fight. And he roared off. He was still 16, I think. And he finished his senior year at my cousin's high school. Which I'd completely forgotten about huh. until the other day. But I remember him roaring off on his motorcycle and thinking, eh, that was pretty fucking cool. Got in a fight with my mom. Roared off on his 600cc motorcycle. I guess he won that argument. I fight you have. <laughs> yes, moved in with my aunt and finished at Homewood Flossmore. He was back later, but it was all weird. Um, so anyway, yeah, that Tom Sizemore story it didn't make any sense when I first read it. I was like, wait, his father's a corporate lawyer. How, how could. But that's that's mm-hmm. it was weird. I mean, that was the ah. Uh, those were the days. Yeah, those are the days. People got pretty screwed <laughs> if you're a guy. And actually, people didn't get divorced that much then either. I remember my John Hartong and myself were the only kids in school whose parents were divorced. Huh. And and then when we got to be, I would say like eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth grade, everybody's parents got divorced. It was like it all happened at once. It was bizarre. Kramer versus Kramer. Yeah, maybe that was, was a trendsetter. But what it led to was Wait, Johnny Hartong and I had open house all the time, so we, had, <laughs> we would go to his house and do phony phone calls and record them constantly. With well, yeah,
1: to the, the, the Ron Santos pizza parlor. Well, was those weren't phony phone
0: calls. Those were me really thinking I was talking to Ron Santo. But oh, okay. phony phone calls, and we used to record them at Johnny's house. And, um, and then we fun. Fig- them on? On a, on a tape recorder, just oh, a little cool. portable recorder. Huh. Um, God, I would love to hear those. Me um, too. Some pretty funny <laughs> ones. Uh, I know there was some more entertainment stuff. How far in are we, by the way? I'm completely lost on time. One thirty three. Oh, we're only an hour 33 in? Yeah. Is that all? There's a lot of
1: good entertainment stuff. We really been, uh, dove into, uh, well, I guess it's not entertainment, but uh, Alec Murtaugh.
0: Oh, yeah. I we have, have right not talked. I'm show. sorry. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I meant to bring that I up. I can't believe I'm bald. <laughs> <I did
1: not>. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's all anybody can think about this weekend. <laughs> I When I saw that mugshot, I'm like...
0: Wait, is that an old mugshot or did he stop by the barber before he went in? Well, it's always nice to have a fresh look when you're convicted of murder. What? Murdering your son and your what? wife. What? but when, when did he when did he find the time? <laughs> that was my only question. I'm like, when did he when did that happen? Do they have a barber in prison where they go, yeah. Hey, you want a haircut before you go in? Or before he's booked something like that? That was kind of weird.
1: Dude, he looks scary, doesn't he, Bald, He, he looks so stupid, doesn't too.
0: He, doesn't he look like an alien? Yeah. I swear, I, he, I've never seen a human that looked more like an alien That's than That's pretty damn close. Murdoch. And with his head shaved, it's even worse.
1: Yeah, what did, I think SNL uh, said that when he had the hair, said he looked like Will Ferrell playing Conan O'Brien. And the shot they had looked pretty fucking dead on.
0: He, Will Ferrell with a Conan O'Brien wig. Yeah, I didn't, didn't quite see it as well, but... Uh, I, he's a weird looking cat man i'm so blown away that the jury took less than three hours i thought that was so awesome and honestly i couldn't believe anyone could not find him guilty well, you never know with juries did you I, see the one juror that spoke yeah i did I, Alex, i think you I know get, was... could, could he get over himself was he a little too into himself he was first know, he was on good morning was he on good morning america friday
1: I don't know if he was on GMA or I thought he I thought he did it with Fox is where I
0: saw it Fox News. Was this Craig Moyer. He was on one of the morning shows. Friday Young morning. dude. Oh my God! Is he in love with himself? Yeah. He oh, thinks yeah. he is so fucking smart. Yeah, that's. Yeah. A- I'm one of the one of the murder jury. You
1: want to talk to me? He ran out and just yelled, first! who's up?" Which fine, I wish more juries would do that to tell you the truth. <laughs>
0: Like, why not he's it's over only, he's the only one no I mean, is anyone upset about this verdict well that's, by the way? that's
1: what i mean no one's going to come attack this guy nobody's i mean anybody that would have supported alec you know,
0: i feel like this is this is like one of those very few things that we all agree on yeah I, I mean there's there is not there can't be anyone out there going oh my god he was so innocent <laughs> there can't be Nobody Uh-oh. can be saying that. No, he's easily the most hated person. No, I think Buster country. and
3: John Marvin were the only two that thought he was innocent. And, and I, they knew he was Buster guilty. Buster knew he was. <laughs> Did you
1: see that story about Alec and Buster and, uh, and Alec's brother going to that conference like two months after the murder? Yeah.
3: Partying. Hammered drunk.
1: Yeah, and getting in a fight. What the fuck?
0: They went on nice va- reading the room. He went on vacation 10 days after the murder. Oh, well, yeah. You got to unwind. You gotta unwind.
1: After a murder, it takes a lot out of it. It's really it just, exhausting.
0: I, you know, but the fact that he was found guilty, there was a finality to it. And I didn't think there would be in my head, but I was like, wow, he did. He killed his son and his wife. His wife, not surprised. I watched a lot of true crime. A lot of people kill their wife. But his son, he killed his fucking son? Yeah. Papa. Now, granted, Paw was a piece of shit. Papa was a total spoiled fucking piece of shit. Total disappointment. Um, unlike Pawpaw. unlike Buster, who did a lot of things right, Pawpaw was was just the most yeah, spoiled but- piece of shit, power hungry, privileged little bitch. Sounds like Buster got away with a lot too. He was a little privileged as well. Well, it could you not right, but, be in that but family? But Buster I showed mean,
3: initiative. He was, he was at least trying to join the family law firm. He was going to school, even though he was cheating. Yeah. I know, I know. However, you know, as that documentary that's on Netflix pointed out, uh, it just seemed that Paw was the black sheep. All he wanted to do was party all day. And, and Paw
0: uh, knew he was a disappointment of the family, too. Um,
3: and but- Mags didn't even like him. Mags let the housekeeper raise him. Like you, you take care of that kid. I'm gonna pay attention to
0: Buster. Except, I guess Mags made excuses for Papa. Papa, because I think moms do that. Papa and Mags, youngest. Did you see uh, the long
1: email we got from the person that lives down there?
0: Papa, I don't know that I did.
1: Um, I'm not gonna. He doesn't. He or she does not want the name to be used. if I just didn't give it away. But uh, since Murdo was convicted tonight, he's running this Thursday. I was out that way for a game. We stopped by and looked and sent us a few pictures of oh, the courtroom that's right. and whatnot. Took
3: pictures of the crime scene. This is the part
1: that made me laugh. Is I was totally jealous a few weeks back after your South Carolina correspondent for the balloon being shot over Murdoch <laughs> Beach. I'm the most loyal listener in South Carolina from Detroit, born and raised <laughs> there, and I was on a mission from God to prove it. Nice. Long story short, I'll do my best for the good stuff. But since my mission started, I've been meaning to reach out. And then with all the D, de- he just starts going on about other things we were talking about. Um, but he says, let's see, I just want to make sure I can say all this. He said, My Murdoch ties. My oldest went to school with Paul's girlfriend, with Paul Paul's ah. girlfriend, Morgan. Oh, okay. Well, anybody the one seen... that
0: finally dumped him after he spit right. on her and slugged her.
1: The one that seemed like
3: and... she was a wallet sniffer.
1: Well, she was the star of the Netflix doc, right? Yeah. She was the one
0: giving most of the play by play. You know what? What Brandon just said, it is kind of interesting that. She stayed with him for that long and I, I couldn't help thinking I love it. Oh well yeah, of course girls in high school are they always gonna be attracted to the guy understand. whose family has all this money and all these connections and she got to go to. Didn't they list all the great places she sure. got to go on vacation with Paul and they went to Super Bowl? Didn't
3: they
1: go to Super Bowl?
3: They went everywhere. They went on tons of vacations, fishing trips and He treated
1: her sh- like dog
3: shit. Treated her like shit, but flowered her with money and gifts. Teenagers
1: don't know better though. Right? They think yeah, that, 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 that This is it. It's just one thing. That's boyfriend. true.
3: But he's not even
0: that good. He's not a good looking dude.
1: No, he's, he's not. not. Well, his wallet is pretty attractive.
0: He's not as... He, I think Buster is downright ugly. <laughs> is Pawpaw less ugly than Buster? Okay.
1: Why is Buster ugly to you?
0: Pawpaw? I don't know. He just looks it's uglier to me. He it's might be... Hey. No, but Pawpaw has the same like- hair. Orange
1: pubes. I feel like Paul, Paul Powell's hair is less pubic or, looking, though, isn't it? <laughs> hashtag freckle yes. peanut. Yeah. Lester's I mean, hair looks I, like a head full of pubes. I, I mean, he could do something. He could get a haircut, too, because it's just <laughs> this explosion of just orange. Fucking Ronald McDonald wig. It looks ridiculous.
0: But His hair you look looks at like steel pictures? wool, steel wool pubic hair, red pubic hair.
3: But when you look at their photos, like their prom photos, it's like, what is that girl doing with that?
0: Oh well,
1: to that I point, know, it's so,
0: really un-
1: unnerving. Man. So, listener writes, "I've known her for most of her life, uh, and her sisters and parents. They played sports together, club cheerleading. Um, still see her parents around town and at church. We all laugh when she posts pictures of this red wienered head kid." <laughs> And our mutual friend educated us on the Murdochs, because he didn't know at that time when they got down there. Okay, Obviously a money grab. He was an absolute douchebag, and she had a reputation for uh, oh, wallet sniffing, basically. Right there. Um, All the local girls threw themselves at the kid. His brother, too. Oh, God. I hate that. He's a closeted. This is his word. He's a closeted Troy. Troy. Yeah, Buster. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, that's, no, that's why. it's weird the, that Buster was Buster was trying. getting it on. They Buster and that guy were boofoying yeah, the guy the, that was killed.
1: killed. Yeah. On top of all that, my younger kids go to school. With judge Carmen Mullen's daughter. Plus, I sat on a jury for her a few years. Wait, who's Carmen? That is the one who is gonna. There's already a few stories out about her, where she basically rubber stamped a lot of his cases, like just,
0: you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, the judge. A judge, you mean? Yeah, she's Carmen a judge. Mullen? Uh huh. Oh,
1: brother. Yeah, so she's in a little bit of shit.
0: Untangling that whole mess? Wow. Well, and that's what I was going to say, because you're talking about the finality
1: of him being found guilty. I'm like, well, now it's just going to be like running up the score, right? Because he's going to have an appeal. The judge is going to throw that out. Now he's got, what, 99... charges of,
0: but, but in of a wire way, fraud and financial cares? mismanagement. He murdered his son and his wife. Oh, his I pile son, it on him, though, man. His son is a whole other kind of It's like, you killed, you killed your wife. Well, yeah, a lot of people kill their wife. I mean, a lot of people want to kill their wife. A lot of people said they want to kill their wife. But you killed your wife
7: and your so, son.
0: Who kills their son? Yeah. Seriously, how often does that happen in that cold of blood? And he killed Papa first, didn't he? Well, and I was thinking about,
1: wouldn't you, wouldn't you almost have to? Because isn't that the hard, I don't know. It's impossible. Paul, Paul. Like, I don't know how anybody can if kill you had a kid, but if, you if you did you're gonna a, do it, you do that one first, right?
0: If you had a super privileged brat who didn't didn't appreciate anything like, like Chris Paul, Paul. like Chris Rock, oh, Rock said. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed that
1: story. I know it kind of drags with the story Chris Rock about his oldest daughter. I thought was really fucking
0: funny. Yeah. Well, it is interesting that you know, Chris Rock grew up so poor and then he's really rich. Yeah. And he's living the life, and his kids get to live the life, and in a way, it pisses him off that his kids are growing up the way they are. I understand
1: that. I was thinking that about um, Jet Howard, right? Remember how Juwan grew up in Chicago? Yeah, with his grandmother. Grandma, you yeah, know, and the projects that came. Oh, no, that's got to be a little weird. Now, granted, he had the you know the um, the privilege of being six foot eleven and being really good at basketball, but he worked in the craft, made it to the NBA, got his degree. I mean, Juan. Pretty good good guy, aside from what some people don't like about his slapping or whatever. But then you have Jed, who grew up. The guy grew up with money, right? Yeah. It's just just a totally different experience than what his dad
0: had, who's now coaching. I just thought that's really, really interesting. I have to admit, um, I think there were times when I was probably jealous of kids because it's like, I'm taking these kids to all these ball games. We're going to see the Lions. We're going to see the Tigers. We're going to see Michigan basketball. Okay. We're having sporgy after sporgy, And then, you know, when I when I felt there were times, because well, how could a kid appreciate all that sort of a thing? Um, <laughs> it probably made me jealous of, can we just get everything? And, and plus, you know, they had divorced parents too. So you have, you know, you have a coming from, and then step parent. Uh, See, I feel insane. bad for
1: my kids because I, I grew up privileged and spoiled, and they're not getting anything. <laughs> <You> <laughs> lucky
0: fucker. That's downright
1: cruel. <laughs> I can't afford to go on vacation. Come on,
0: just go play <laughs> with <laughs> something. <without power. laughs> well, uh, go outside. As far as the financial crimes, can you believe? Because I was listening to some of the amounts. That he that he stole some of the judgments he stole. Sure, mm-hmm. like you can steal eleven million dollars worth of judgments from a law firm, and they don't fucking notice. Well,
1: once again, that goes for back ten years. I believe those are most of what Carmen Mullen was kind of going through, right? Didn't she oversee a lot of that? You gotta, I got to read up more on her. How do
0: you not notice there's $11 million? How do you not notice the first million? Well, the how, second million. Remember how
1: that, I think it was the HBO documentary kind of laid out how he did it with the clearing firm? Because when there's a judgment, the money goes into a, a, a company, a firm that clears it, and he was yeah. writing kind of evasive-looking checks, but a judge then has to sign off on it. So it's easy to
0: look the other way. Well, the one with the the housekeeper's kids, where they got $4 million for suing, Gloria Satterfield, yeah. Paul not, Paul, not Paul Paul, for suing Alex mm-hmm. as the homeowner, and the homeowner's insurance pays $4 million, but he's scamming right from the beginning that I'm going to steal this money because it's going to go through my college roommate's law firm. And by the way, when's a college roommate going on trial? When's that happening because <laughs> I'm willing to bet you that guy will keep his law license I don't know how I, but I, and I only know this because of triple threat Alec because Alec used to yeah. represent lawyers and he would tell me these stories I go wait that guy's getting his law license back what And he'd go well it seems kind of bad but because <laughs> he was representing them. and then he, he admitted no he should never he should never practice law but I thought that guy was charged I thought he was charged with a crime. He probably he, is.
1: Oh, he, he, he should he's, be. He's got to be. He's already had his,
0: accused, not charged.
1: He's already had his law license suspended.
0: Okay, suspended. Yeah. Would you? Do you think that guy should ever practice no, law again? Fuck no. Corey, no, I don't Corey, Corey Fleming, right? I saw this guy who took four hundred thousand dollars from an estate that he was the executor of. Mm-hmm. Just stole four hundred thousand dollars. His re- excuse was, "I was going to pay it back," which is like what? get out of here. He never, but, but of course he That's didn't. That's a
5: good excuse. That's the only excuse we'd accept.
0: He didn't pay back any of it. This is over like three years. And they're like, well, gee, seems like you weren't working very hard to pay it back. And then, he said, oh, well, it was because I had this and all, you know, all these things happen. And so they were they were suspending his law license, and he was fighting against the suspension. I'm like, what? How can he possibly fight this suspension? He should never practice law again.
1: Yeah, uh, Corey Fleming has been um, indicted. He's been charged because he helped steal the money. So has, that,
4: I, I'm gonna so gonna has say, that
1: banker. Remember the banker? Oh, yeah, um, right. Can't remember. Lafitte, Lafitte Bank. Yep. That main banker has, has also been charged as well. So there's a lot more to go down after this.
0: But I, I'm going to bet you... That his college roommate gets his law license back. That the suspension ends oh, until he he's gets found it back. Guilty.
1: I mean, he's so going to be found guilty. He's, so, out on, he's out on bond, by the way.
0: You want to see if you can get that cocky guy? Check check. Good Morning America. I think he's on Good Morning America Friday. He's got short hair, kind of a funky the, are you talking complexion. About the yeah. And he had kind of a funky complexion. I guess, yeah. He was in love with himself, wasn't he? Well, come on, man. He just sentenced the
1: guy to jail for like. Well, he didn't do the sentence, but he's found him guilty. Did you was... like the judge talking to Alex Murdaugh? Like, yeah, when he I did. Them? I thought I that did.
0: was really good. He goes, "Hey, they're gonna be coming to you every night." And, he, and Alex says, all,
3: hey, was, all, all, "Come all day and all day, all day night,
0: all
3: day and all night."
0: Because yeah, you fucking killed him, you asshole. I don't. I don't even know how he's still hanging on to the fact that he didn't. There he is. There he is.
6: He does, he does
0: have a shitty complexion. It's biased. This guy thinks he's, he's getting laid. He thinks going. he's getting laid out of this yeah. just because he happened to win the juror lottery. He
1: better. He better hurry. He lo- seems to be losing hair pretty quick. <laughs> so <you notice> that? <laughs> yes.
8: The disgraced attorney then taken out of the courtroom. Now, in an ABC News exclusive, juror Craig Look at Snicker on his Silence. face. revealing how the jury came to their decision. When you first got in the room. You took a vote?
6: It was two not guilty, one not sure, and nine. <laughs> Who were those
0: losers? What was your
1: vote?
6: The lady with eggs. Guilty.
8: From the start. Yes. Moyer says it didn't take long to get everyone on the same page.
6: He started deliberating, going through the evidence. Everybody was pretty much talking. And. About 45 minutes later, we, after all our deliberating, no energy. we figured it out.
8: <laughs> so it took basically 45 minutes for you guys to come Full to Jackson. a decision.
6: Probably about 45, maybe an hour. It's always 40.
8: That's really fast.
6: Yeah, the evidence was clear. He says it was 45 minutes. For 45 minutes? Yeah, for 45 minutes. About 45 minutes. Yeah. This piece of video. <laughs>
8: Featuring Alec's voice in the crime scene moments before the murders that convinced him.
6: Hear his voice clearly, and everybody else could too.
8: Alec finally admitting it was him for the first time a year and a half after the murders. When he said it was him, were you surprised?
6: I was very surprised. Why? That was his only savior right there.
8: For some people, it's so hard to understand how a husband, especially a father, would kill their own son. What made you so sure that he had?
6: His responses. How quick he was with the defense and his lies, steady lies.
8: Did you feel like he was a liar?
6: A good liar. Not but, good enough for me, though. Good Moyer,
8: also not convinced by moments like this. <laughs> <laughs> a- Alec appearing <laughs> emotional on the stand. Fake. What did you think when Alec Murdoch took
6: the stand? I didn't think much of him. Really? Really. I didn't see any true remorse or no, he said he didn't any kill him. compassion or anything.
8: You lie. Even though he, was, he, he cried a lot on the stand? He never cried. He never cried? What do you mean by that?
6: All he did was blow snot.
8: Did you not see <laughs> tears? No tears. He How did you know
6: he wasn't crying? Because I saw his eyes.
8: Ooh.
6: I was this close to him.
8: Moyer says close the to him. buy the defense's argument that Alec didn't have enough time to commit the crime and create an alibi. The defense said there's no way he could have done all these things, clean everything up, get it all ready, and then this go. was really low and energy in that yeah. short amount of time.
1: The other guy, I think have you seen the other juror who thinks he's really
0: hot? No. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember why I didn't like this guy. He, now I don't really. He, he's just. Because he's boring. Because he's a bore. I think he's trying to get laid. I do. I don't know <laughs> well, that, though. he's got to compete with
1: this other juror, man. The can other be, juror's true. way hotter.
0: Um, what is the other juror on? Uh, he was on Fox News. Let me see if I can find it here. Yeah, I want, I want to see that. Although this guy was the first guy out of the box that Hey, talk to me! I, know. Well, well, I don't know. And then he really didn't say shit. This he just guy... acted like, a, oh, I know I mean. He's lying.
1: I don't know
0: what a liar is. And, Let me
1: compare not I don't know. This guy, James. Okay, you racing James. James thinks he's pretty hot.
0: All right. I, I want to hate a juror. I don't know why do I want to hate a juror? Look at that I, head of hair. What's wrong with me?
1: That's a strong head of hair.
0: How old is this guy? He looks really young. Um, doesn't say how old he is. He probably will get laid from being a juror, actually.
1: <laughs> the idea,
0: the idea <laughs> that there's
1: juror sniffers out there,
0: like oh. This no, guy this and uh, convicted Alex a guy. Alex Murdoch, juror sniffers. Yeah, but come on, really? Oh, he's on national TV. I mean, anybody on TV is sexier than if they're not on TV, right? Yeah. So, well, maybe that's what it is, because now the guy's famous. Shit, well, I cannot
1: find the fucking video, though. Well, anyway.
0: Well, I can tell just looking at he him. looks he, smug. He's he, himself. <laughs> yeah. And this guy was smug, too. I'll... I'll just call him smug.
1: That's a smile that says, I just found a guy guilty for two murders. <laughs> <laughs> Come fuck me. That's going to be way, that right there. Come <laughs> <guy's, laughs> fuck me. That'll be his Tinder profile. <laughs> like, you oh, what's that from? Wow, it's from when I sentenced Alex Murdoch. He thinks he's going to have s-
0: semen on back order like Elon Musk, <laughs> according to Chris Rock. <laughs> That was fucking funny, by the way. <laughs> God, how stupid! <laughs> but this guy was basically saying the same thing. What's with his American flag tie, too, it's like, you know, like you, you're like that's pretty not cool. More American than, than those who weren't it's jurors. Got buddy. the Liberty Bell on there. It's got uh,
1: stars and stripes, and he tied it so perfectly that the stripes and stars right on the knot. That's a sharp looking guy. That guy is so neat. Oh, levy, and what's
0: weird. with that? Wait, that's a corduroy jacket, isn't it? Yeah.
1: It yeah, yeah, looks corduroy. Totally I mean. in right what now. Are
0: you, what are you, a prof- college professor? Are you pretending to be one? Yeah, pussy. I'm a college professor, and uh, so there's a lot of reasons to fuck me. I was also a juror in the Murdoch trial.
1: Uh, if you guys have any, any got questions, anybody want to ask me some questions about the law, I'll be here to answer them, because <laughs> I sat on a jury.
0: Does he have the uh, patches on the elbows, oh, too? Yeah,
1: the leather patches. Oh, God, I don't I
0: know what. I need to give that guy a break. Well, there's man. his profile picture. <laughs> free, free. He's in a hotel it's very room. Very intense. Too. It's not the nicest hotel room. It's got the cheap radiators on the side. <laughs> Down there, yeah. Well, I mean, shouldn't yeah. he have upgraded his hotel for his interviews? <laughs> he is trying why, to get laid. Why, why are you
1: piling on him? He's dirt? trying to get laid.
0: The first Wait. two jurors, you know, the first two jurors are guys, they're trying to get laid. <laughs> Uh, was it? <laughs> uh, I was a murderer, mean and we got it right. Of course, took forty five minutes because we're
1: that smart. <laughs> to their to their defense, though, I mean they have forty five. Have they been minutes. sequestered? I mean, they haven't been able to.
3: No, they weren't sequestered because the one juror got kicked out because she no, was, was
1: talking. That's right. She
3: kept getting caught talking to other people oh, yeah. outside. People about the case.
1: Well, she could have been talking to like I don't know people at the hotel. Oh, that's the true. front She could have just called the front desk to chat. <laughs> Speaking of hotels and law, law cases, we haven't talked about Michael Irvin, right,
0: in Marriott? No, you know what? Uh, That's a hold big Hold that ruling, thought for man. one second. I'm dying to hear about this. I know nothing. Okay. I have absolutely no idea what's going on, but I have been so curious since the minute Michael Irvin was sent home from the Super Bowl, because I just thought, first of all, I he was he seemed, if he wasn't innocent, he was acting very well. Mm-hmm. He really, Give him his doom! He really seemed like he didn't know what was going on. And I thought, wow, that's dramatic Just kick someone out of the hotel. You'd think they'd say, hey, somebody didn't like the way you were acting when you came in, but they sent him home. I mean, it just seemed like a a huge ordeal. And plus, I remember when he was wrongly accused of, uh, was it sexual assault?
1: Yeah. Back in the White House days? Yeah,
0: uh-huh. But first, if you're facing a big financial decision like buying a home or moving a 401K or reinvesting a 401K because you've changed jobs, Luke gets a lot of those kinds of calls. Uh, It's important to know how these decisions can affect your current and future financial goals or just to have financial goals or a plan. Luke loves this sort of a challenge. He and his team at MFC, Pinnacle Wealth Strategies, can help you plan for all your financial goals both today and into the future. Call Luke at 248-663-4748 for a complimentary consultation to see if your plan aligns with your goals. 248-663-4748. Security Investment Advisory Services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated. Remember, FINRA, SIPC. Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated is separately owned. Other entities and or marketing names, product service reference here, are independent of Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated. And NordVPN helps protect you against bandwidth throttling from internet service providers where ISPs will slow down your internet towards the end of your contract to get you to upgrade. They let you switch your country IP to get access to Netflix, Disney+, and other countries for less than in the U.S. YouTube Premium, much less in foreign countries. Unparalleled browsing and security and protection from hacking. Grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash dams or use the code dams to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan, plus one additional month for free and a bonus gift It's risk free with Nord's 30 day money back guarantee. Okay, Michael Urban, I'm dying to know what happened. Yeah,
1: so he files, I think it's a $100 million case against Marriott because they're the hotel that threw him out, which led to his suspension from the NFL. And Marriott's doing that thing where it's like, "Um, well, we don't really own that hotel. That's a different company, which, yeah, it is, but it's also a subsidiary of Marriott, you know, like a smaller group that Marriott owns. So that's a weasel. It might be tricky. So then they're like, well, that's not really the correct jurisdiction. This should be thrown out. And a judge is like, no, 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 this is this is correct. And then they're like, well, we don't have the video. We, we can't turn it over that quick. And a judge is like, no, 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 you can turn over the video. If you have the video, turn it over. So that one actually got appealed. That one got bumped up. And a second judge just... So
0: there is a video.
1: Yes. And a, a judge just last They don't week,
0: want to turn it over, though.
1: Well, yeah, they say, well, we don't have the time to turn it over. And Michael Irvin's going... I'm suspended right now from my job because of this. So I, you know this should be expediated, and a judge, oh, wait, a second judge, not- has agreed with him and said, "Turn over that fucking video now."
0: How could they not have the time to turn it's, over it's the video? It's a delay tactic. They've tried
1: everything to get this case moved or thrown out to delay it, delay it for whatever reason, probably
0: because they're wrong. But they, so in other words, they stand by throwing him out. But I, they don't I, want know, to produce I mean, the not, evidence. Come on, they're
1: not going to admit that when there's, when there's a court case to be to fought to But be if fought you don't here. come
0: up with a video, you're fucked anyway. What they yeah. think, this is not going to come down to a real live video. Well, but we've seen, we've
1: seen court cases where it comes down to a video and what you see isn't what you see. You know, Did that whole they, argument.
0: Okay, let me ask you this. What about producing the woman who was so offended? Yeah, the employee. If they produce that person.
1: I don't know if that's been asked for or not, but yeah, I I would find it hard to believe that they do that they have that she's come forward.
0: But they, you know, if she was upset, they have to know who she is. She's on the video. Oh, I'm sure they they, they saw. know. I'm sure they know. Who this she really, is. this is really. But he's weird. not
1: suing her. He's suing the hotel. I mean, I'm sure she'll be deposed.
0: Right. I mean, yeah, they have every right to well, depose her. It's a, the uh, Holiday Inn. If they threw him out without a very explicit video. This is gonna get really bad
1: this, this is what I'm wondering did they possibly just take her word for it and not look at the video yeah no. <laughs> even though they claimed right away that there's video they did, which is you know that's why we were saying based on that well that's got to be something pretty clear and damning to to if it's boot, not on the video that
0: quick if it's not on the video they're gonna be making a settlement frankly I'm mostly amazed story. that the
1: NFL didn't do any. <laughs>
3: Oh, they just released this audio from that video. Let's see what this says. Let's
1: go back to my hotel room. I got a nut. Oh. <laughs> that's not enough to get him kicked out. No. Um, but yeah, he lost out
3: on all the Super Bowl coverage, so yeah, I can see why but. he's angry. Well, that's why he's suing. But
0: Well, yeah, he's also labeled as the old, crazy, wild Michael Irvin, which he had gotten past a long time yeah, ago. He's I mean, not even is- hanging out with Pedro anymore. This is, he's the last guy that needs this. I mean, this could really damage his career, in my yeah. opinion. So,
1: I'm trying to think of uh, who, would, who would be the other last guy that would need this. But no, it's really Michael Urban.
0: Hey, let me ask you about a, uh, a sports question, because I, I don't follow the NBA that carefully. I mean, I love watching the finals and the semifinals. Mm-hmm. Some of the semifinals, not always. But um, a lot of writers... Um, and this is from OutKick. And OutKick is one of those places where I'm really interested in what OutKick's doing, but I find about three out of every six things they do are just designed to trigger, and I just sort of ignore them. And then they usually have a couple that are they make some great points. Yeah. I mean, really good points that I, no I, one I, else will make. I would agree with that assessment wholeheartedly. I think they're like the Fox News of sports. So they said yeah, they, they uh, have be, a piece. They used
1: to be that, right? Didn't they used to be Fox Radio? And then it oh, became did they? kick. I think so, yeah.
0: They say ESPN culture is to blame for Kendrick Perkins' disparaging of white players and athletes, and they're specifically referencing a few things that Kendrick Perkins has said on ESPN, but one of them, the most recent, is he said since 1990, only three players have won the MVP in the NBA that weren't in the top ten in scoring. Steve Nash, Dirk Nowitzki, and and what's his name, Jokic? Jokic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do they have in common? I'll let you marinate on that. And of course, it's they're that all they're really white. good. They're white. Wait, Steve Nash didn't he? I thought he wasn't he... in the top ten in scoring. Oh, okay. So of course, you know Howard Eskin is like uh, Kendrick Perkins. You are an idiot and a dope. Uh, I mean, a lot of people were actually pushing back really hard on this because the
1: NBA. Is I mean, not... I, I don't know why Steve Nash was the MVP. I just don't say that. But he the was MVP two... two years in a row. Oh, I know.
0: Because um, he played with no, D'Antonio. But, no, that system. Oh, really, the NBA is racist. The yeah, NBA. No. The <laughs> I racist. don't think so.
1: So uh, what? I, N- I don't think NBA writers who would vote for they they vote for the MVP, right? Yeah. The writers. I don't think they would necessarily be. I don't think it would
0: last too long. So the, uh, anyway, they point out in the OutKick story that it's good clickbait, he, though. He, but calling, suggesting that people won the MVP because they're white. That's a really strong statement. Um, Yeah, it's it's really fucked up. And it really implies that the NBA is just so desperately trying to get people to vote for white people, or these white writers are voting for white people because they just love white people and they're racists. So they point out that, first of all, Jokic has won the MVP twice, he was in the top 10 in scoring both times. And that he cuts this little study of his off in 1990 because Magic Johnson won the MVP in 89 without being the top 10 in scoring. Oh,
1: that's, so oh, that's weird. His, very selective. He,
0: yeah, his statistics are kind of cute. I, I
1: give him credit for doing any kind of research. And,
0: and Jokic, by the way, is averaging it's twenty. So fucking good. He's averaging 24.5 points, 11.8 rebounds, and 10 assists. Yeah, he's pretty damn he's amazing. He's tr- averaging a triple-double. Yeah. So, I, I mean, what a fucking asshole. Why did... Why do people just want to stir up this shit?
1: I would think Giannis would be, but he won. He just won. He won it too. So big deal. It's nice to have different people win it.
0: Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, honestly, I just think you you vote for the guy that's the MVP. I mean, it's not that hard. I think the league generally judges the MVP a certain way, um, I and mean, if you do it I, consistently,
1: I got this though. Uh, mostly, who gives a shit, right? Why does it? I mean, you're really going to judge the whole league on. The ethnicity of who won the MVP award? Give me a break. It's well, named after Jordan. Isn't that enough?
0: I guess Kendrick Perkins does this quite a bit. Yeah. I, I don't really know because I don't watch ESPN much. How is ESPN doing, by the way? No Are idea. they being killed by cord cutters like everyone else?
1: Probably, but I think uh, most of the programming is just filler before the next until the next live event. I mean, I don't think there's any show that people really go there to watch. No, it's not like Sports Center in the '90s. That's exactly. The only only thing that would maybe be that would be a thirty for thirty if it's a good topic.
4: Sure. I just wonder: Are
0: they making money? ESPN? So I got the feeling they, they were kind of a loser or sort of an oh, expensive. They had to toy. cut. Remember how much they had to cut? Yeah. Maybe what about eight years ago? They just made cuts. I think in the last year, didn't they? Yeah. Did they cut a bunch of people? Probably. All right. Well, this is um, this is wildly off the subject, but you know, when I was I was taking an interest in YouTube because you know we got our page back going, and Bentley was trying to decide what to put up. He's he only has so much time working at Hall Financial, and I'm just trying to get Bentley pumped up to to really get it jacked up in the short term until we can find somebody to just handle it in a full time basis or just handle all social media. But anyway, so I was going through a lot of YouTube stuff looking for our stuff. And I stumbled into naturally, I get waylaid by so many things, including. Um, oh, Brandon, will you bring up, because I'll, I'll want it next, the YouTube video I sent you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, this is Brian Ray is being interviewed. Brian Ray is the guitarist for Paul McCartney's band. So, me, unlike almost everyone else out there, is like, oh, that might be kind of interesting. I wonder what he's talking about. And he's talking about how he got in Paul's band, which is kind of fluky mm-hmm. and. Based on a lot of trust, Paul McCartney trusting his drummer, to you know, hey, this guy's great Abe. And because he's played with Abe so long. He's like, yeah, well, let's give him a shot. And so Brian, you know, rehearsed all these hundreds and hundreds of songs on bass and guitar huh. because Paul likes to play guitar sometimes. So somebody has to play bass, Right. and it has Good to be for this guy. And Paul likes to play bass too, so this guy has to play rhythm and occasionally lead. I mean, it's a very—it's a tough. You got to be a damn good guitarist, and Brian Ray is, so he picked all this stuff up. So it's a great. It was an interesting interview for a big fan like me. So there's—I'm reading the comments because I love reading comments, and Daniel Balzano is all upset. And you'll see this all the time in YouTube. Anybody who loves YouTube knows this. 14 thumbs down. Those are people who've accomplished nothing in life. This is such a great story. Who wouldn't want this opportunity? But he's all whacked out over fourteen thumbs down. And you know, oh, that was back when you
3: could still see the the down vote numbers. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's see old. That. It was like yeah. ten months old or two years old or something. Mm-hmm. So Bill Mitchell <laughs> responds to Daniel Balzano. Daniel Balzano, envy is alive and well. And I, I don't even know why he said that. It just sounds stupid. Like. <laughs> So, lemons and salt comes I in. I know what you
1: should have just said it was. Jeez, why don't you go cry about it?
0: <laughs> by the way, lemons and salt. I wonder if that's a real person, lemons and salt. I think it's a real name. Yeah, right. Lemons I'm and sure salt. sure it's a
1: real picture with it, too.
0: Follows Daniel Balzano, envy is alive and well. Uh, he responds to that by saying. Says a high school graduate who accomplished so little in life, he has time to monitor the like button. So suddenly everyone's, <laughs> everyone's piling on Daniel Balzano good. for being upset about the 14 thumbs down. So Daniel Balzano comes
1: flying back oh, into good, the chat good.
0: and says, I have a song in a Marvel movie, and I've recorded songs for Puff Daddy. I played live on MTV. I'm a working musician who gets paid for his craft. What have you done? Jeez. Spoiler alert. I don't care. So it's a big mic drop for Daniel Balzano.
1: Oh, I have a feeling nobody commented on that, right? (laughs) You couldn't dare follow up that. That's the end of the case, right? Well, there were, of course, case there closed.
0: Were numerous, numerous sassy comments after that, ripping Daniel Balzano. But he I, doesn't care. I, I want to know what Balzano's
1: song was so we can go to that and comment yeah, on can it.
0: You, can you search Daniel Balzano? I want to know. I was thinking of Sonny Balwani for some reason. But <laughs> can you see if Daniel, Daniel Balzano Bal- and Puff Daddy would even Zana. Google together?
1: Puff Daddy. Uh, no, no great matches. No. Hmm. That's I mean, h- how's Balzano spelled?
0: Uh, B a l z a n o. That's
1: exactly how I spelled it. Maybe I'll no, try. No, you didn't. You're, res-
0: you're respelling no, I s- it right now. Or no, I Brandon? swear to God, that's me. That's
1: Brandon. But no, that's exactly how I spelled it. No, I'll do it. I'll do it with Diddy, because maybe it was. Uh, um,
0: yeah, no, nothing. Okay, try Daniel Balzano live on MTV. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know how many. <laughs> how many this is so stupid put that in there. No, but I think it's. I
0: think it's well worth doing. Uh, it's. Can you Google Daniel Balzano musician? Just to see. Yeah, That's yeah, what I'm trying I, all Did that, that even them. come up? No. I'm just trying Daniel Balzano. Music! <laughs> this is cracking me up
1: because... Oh, well, now there's a YouTube video called The Talent Daniel Balzano.
0: Oh. Who put it up? That? Daniel Balzano?
1: No, it's... um. Is it the dancing kid? Lady Diant Who's the dancing kid?
3: Well, I found a video similar and it was oh, just yeah, a Oh, yeah, it's just a kid
1: dancing. That's probably that turd. Well, um... I'm
0: this... gonna, I'm, whatever.
1: If it's just in case it's him, I'm thumbs downing it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is very amusing <laughs> to me because... Me too. Did you, see, did you see the last Who These podcast, Brandon? Yes. With Opie claiming that, okay, this is so ridiculous. Opie, who was on radio for, you know, 20-some years with Anthony doing, you know, huge markets, multiple markets, getting this giant audience, they split up. It's left with Opie and Jim Norton. They go on to some level of success opie's bumped out of that show to afternoons opie's bumped off sirius completely for filming somebody taking a crap in their restroom yeah. but obviously they didn't want him around anymore no so he becomes a podcaster with like a 20 million audience advantage over everyone right because he's been with anthony and doing that show for all those years so he's this huge advantage He's absolutely falling on his ass because he's boring by himself. He's a terrible. He's just not a good broadcaster, podcaster. I don't care what it is. He sucks without Anthony and without Jim. So he's pissed because all these people are calling him out, not just Carl, but there's other shows that are just ragging him to pieces. Like, you know, here's the guy that used to rip other radio shows nonstop for a living, and he's putting out a sucky podcast that doesn't – it's got no ranking whatsoever – his YouTube page, you know, when does he get, 1,000 views, if 800 that, views?
3: that, he's begging for the Facebook stars, which are only one penny apiece.
0: <laughs> and so he claimed, and Carl played this, and Carl did a much better job of tearing it down than I will. But with, with an advantage of 20 million radio listeners, or, you know, New York, Detroit, Florida, tech, I mean, all those markets they were in, he's getting his ass handed to him by not just Carl, but a bunch of podcasts, a lot. So he says, I talked to my agent, and all these podcasts like Carl, um, they don't even Google. In other words, he claimed his agent Googled all these shows that are... Obsessed with Opie. And none of them even come up. Like Google?
1: Yeah. yeah. Everything comes up. Even Daniel Balzano comes up on Google when you spell his first name correctly.
0: Well, no, this this the, the explanation is so utterly stupid, and I don't I guess comparing Daniel Balzano to Opie is fair. You know but, more than Google? I mean it's a ridiculous concept. But nonetheless, why would Opie even have an agent? He doesn't make yeah, any money. Because you know, he doesn't.
1: Maybe we that's only his- think-
0: he has an agent that wastes his time Googling shows, making fun of Opie. Maybe that's what he calls his kid. Coming up? <laughs> I don't know, but he was caught in some pretty huge bullshit, in my opinion. So, Daniel
1: Bolzano, D A N I E L E, is that how he spelled it on YouTube?
0: Yeah. I, no, oh, wait. Because that, uh, hold on, I mean, I'll find plenty out. Plenty
1: of music pages Ooh. for. Her.
0: Oh, that could be the answer. Yeah, I mean, he even had, that person even has we a Spotify. Owe, uh, we may owe Daniel Balzano a big apology. Yeah, we I got about, a Spotify yeah,
1: right I, here. I owe a big apology because he has
0: one monthly listener on Spotify. Daniel Balzano is I've, spelled D A N I E L. Yeah. Not E L L E. Do you is, he has one monthly listener? I've never <laughs> seen a number that low. No, this Daniel Balzano. Fourteen thumbs down. Daniel Balzano has apparently has zero, because it's not spelled like that. And why is a guy spelling his name D A N I E L E? Oh, these It he seem like a girl maybe he's spelling. Mattelino. Italian.
1: Now, another Daniel Balzano did just file for bankruptcy in New York in uh, 2018. 2018.
0: Yeah, I got to tell you, I think thumbs down Daniel Balzano is full of it. I don't think he ever had a song in a Marvel movie. I don't think he's recorded songs for Puff Daddy. What do you mean record songs for Puff Daddy? That means he was like signed to Puff's label? No, he just recorded him because Puff liked listening to him. <laughs> recorded him off personally, the radio? Personally for him,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> recorded him off the radio. I'm a working musician who gets paid for his craft. Oh, you're crap.
0: Oh, wait a sec. Craft this.
1: Can't you click on him? Can't you click on his? Oh, his YouTube doesn't it go oh, to a well, profile? That's, that's
0: the. I'd have to go back to the interview and find it because I'm just. Oh, t- okay. t- I'm trying to click on a picture. Well, Brandon, don't, <laughs> you have, don't
1: you have the interview up there? Can you send it to me and I'll look? Here. I'll scroll. Yeah, through I'll send it. it to you. This was in the YouTube I will follow,
0: which uh, no, 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 oh, no. It's no, not in I will follow. No, it has nothing to do with that. Um, it's in the interview with the with Ray. Yeah, let me Ryan send. Ray. I'll send you the picture of the of his 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 um. 14 thumbs down comment. Why do you
1: have to do this? This is going to make me obsess over this guy
0: now. Yeah, no, fuck him. Let's go to U2. Okay. Because uh, I, I was having fun. Um, remember when we were talking about Pantera's first album and you guys yeah. were like, wait, I'm a 1983? Yeah. Well, I was looking at a U2 video of U2 in 1982. Okay. And tell me if you don't find something a little bit funny about this video of U2. Oh, pants, first of all. Maybe you've seen this. First of all, Edge has a giant head of hair. Yeah. And oh, they're all wearing really Bono, tight leather pants Bono is really feeling the music A lot more than
1: I ever did he's got that great mullet too Remember the old Bo, uh, Bono
0: mullet? Yeah I love this song by the way Great song One of my favorites But Edge is dancing while he's playing guitar What? And then look Oh god Watch Bono will be dancing pretty soon I just want someone to throw a hat on the Edge that, Edge is dancing doesn't with his guitar. Look like, doesn't no. even look like Edge. Weird. He must be like 20 there. Maybe not even 20. It's a killer song
2: though.
0: I look so young. Bono really into that swinging the arms, boogieing down. Ooh, I don't like how he's staring at me. I know, it's, it's really awkward, isn't it? Yeah. Look at that. He's doing the running man. Yeah, he's got high heels on, too.
1: Oh, now he's doing that typical, he's doing the Carlton. Right, Brandon, the Carlton dance? Yes, Yes, it is, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. Why is Edge dancing with his guitar? Edge, it'd be so great if they did a new video for a new song and did it just like this. <laughs> <laughs> Show the irony. And
3: then it popped up on your iPhone.
1: Oh, <laughs> I still can't
0: get rid of that. Bono can't stop dancing either. I mean, oh, he he's is, feeling the music. He is really feeling the music. You know what that's. I like. just want to know I never felt the music this much at Steely Dan. Yeah.
2: Not it, even like video.
3: Edge.
0: Uh, you want to bring up the Cure video, Brandon? Mm-hmm, 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 I cannot. Wow, that's embarrassing. That
3: song kind of sounded like "I'll Stop the World." By
1: oh,
0: or, modern of, English. A lot of songs sounded like that back then. I, I think. With you. I think I will follow. Mm-hmm. Came first. I think.
1: What are we going to? The, the Cure. cure. Um,
0: Brandon, I sent you the Cure. cure. Yep, got it right here. The Cure. And you'll know something really early. Was Robert in this Smith going to be happy. Not quite,
5: but you're in the
0: the right direction. Oh, really? Is he not going to have makeup on? No makeup. What? Totally normal hair. Look at this. Oh, actually, I think his hair is getting crazy, but no makeup. He looks like a normal guy. Jumping someone else's train is the name of this live in Amsterdam on Dutch TV.
5: Does that look like
0: a just a normal guitar
5: player? Rock lobster!
1: That sounds like a rock lobster.
5: Rock lobster. Look at look at Robert Smith! Oh my me. god!
7: Isn't
3: that bizarre?
5: Rock
3: I could I didn't I don't recognize them That's at all. Really no, wild. Another song I love.
0: There's a lot of live cure videos from this period and they're
5: fucking great. <laughs> I wonder if
1: I'd like him better if I was introduced to this uh, Robert Smith with no makeup and normal hair. you know what I'm really proud of Instead myself of the very
0: sad version I never held it against the cure that Robert Smith got crazy with his makeup or it didn't I like their music that much. I really did
1: I mean, why doesn't he have lipstick on? Where are the bright red lips
0: yeah it's it's really strange, isn't it because yeah it's I mean weird. they could have made it just like this in my opinion yeah
1: but obviously but would he likes they be as
0: makeup. big Would they so. be as big? you don't know don't know. I think they would have.
1: Yeah, but remember, they're coming at a time with MTV, so look, it did matter a lot.
0: Oh. I suppose. You know what else I watched um, the same day I was watching this? I was watching these live videos, and one of them was do you remember the band Big Country? Yeah. In a big, big country. Big country by big country. And <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay, who else has songs named after their band? Ta- bad company the, has talk, Bad Talk. Talk by Talk Talk. Talk, talk. <laughs> Yes, that's right.
1: I was on an ML show, <laughs> I was telling I just immediately will not like a, a song if it's named after the band. It really bothers me. And then I remembered there is a song there's a uh, Run the Jewels by Run the Jewels I actually do like, but I have to really admit
0: the mold. I was like 15 when I was in a bad company, and when the song the day bad company came out, I thought, mm-hmm. "Wow, well, it's fucking cool! It's a song, and they named the band after it." I mean, I really didn't know how it worked, but I just thought that was cool.
3: Black oh. Sabbath had Black Sabbath, Iron Maiden had Iron Maiden, Night Ranger had Night Ranger. Uh, they
1: Ranger can, can, they the can Ranger. do better. They could do better than that.
3: The Damn Yankees had Damn Yankees, Green Day had Green Day, Ice House with yeah, Ice and House, and Cool and all those the Gang so- had Cool
1: the- and all those songs suck.
0: But I, I, um, I was watching this in a big country video. It was the song. They're playing in Scotland. They must be from, they're from Scotland, aren't they? Because it sounds Hold like bagpipes on that song, doesn't it? Uh, let me that hear it big now. sound. Let me but I swear to God, I think it's Stuart Adamson's guitar making that tone, which I was like, where's that sound coming from? It looked like it was coming off his guitar. But anyway, I've never seen a crowd so fucking crazy. Uh, technically it is in a big country by big country yes that's true but that's too close come up screaming
1: yes they are scotland
0: okay maybe i'll send the video which
1: ironically is not a big country
0: I was jamming to this song, and and I was like, wait a second, this is big Were you feeling the music? Yeah, I I was. I was feeling it much more than I expected to, to the point that (laughs) I stopped myself. (laughs) I was embarrassed. This is a great song. Now, how could they never do another song that was even close? Because they didn't. By the way, Old School Legacy is a site that has a lot of these. Old School Legacy YouTube page. And suddenly I'm paying attention to YouTube page. Um, was a pretty good page, man, for a lot of these, like, 80 new waivers. Hey, I didn't know Stuart Adamson killed himself. Yeah. Was that 2004 or something, or early 2000? 2001. Yeah, I couldn't figure that out because I was like, but their nostalgia should just be coming up, man.
1: Uh, let's see.
0: I mean, they, isn't that about 20 years it takes for you to come back? She filed for divorce the day he disappeared.
1: Oh, he was also facing dunk, drunk driving charges. Ooh. It was oh, ordered yeah, that's to right. attend Alcohol Anonymous.
0: Yeah, things uh, were things were very very messy. Checked into the Best Western in Honolulu. Well, Honolulu, he was in Honolulu. That's at the Best
1: pretty Western. Cool. Uh,
0: did I send you a third video, Brandon?
3: You did. It's the uh, well. You just sent me Big Country, but Crosby, I sent you another one. Oh yeah, Crosses Nation.
0: Okay, maybe you guys can help me with this. I'm trying to figure out, and anybody out there, you can help me too. This is a video of Crosby, Stills, Nash and & Young, and I was kind of diving on David Crosby because he just died. Okay, pause on that. I'm trying to figure out, what the fuck show is this? It's a TV show with that guy as the host. That's not David Frost, is it? It looked like him. Is go it? Out, go on, let me see him again, Brandon. Oh, that of, that's not David Frost, is it? Kind
1: of, I mean, it looks like him, but that's kind of a generic, uh, you know, Englishman
0: type look. Okay. If anybody recognizes his voice, he's only talking for a second. But then Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, come on. The music the, scene. The music scene,
3: okay. Someone
0: says, I remember this episode of the music scene. Well, thank you, Brandon. You're welcome. Um, but anyway, play it anyway. Um, CSNY are playing a Neil Young song, Down by the River. That is not a CSNY song. That is a Neil Young song. Why are they playing it live on British television in 1970? I can't mm-hmm. figure it out. Go
5: ahead. Album. Singing "Down by the River," Crosby, Stills, Nash, Young, and. Stallion. I don't
0: like where that guy's pointing. I know that's really that was gay.
5: <laughs> Sorry,
0: no homo, no hetero, no homo, no nothing, <laughs> nothing intended. But look at this weird old set. They have these risers with people's legs hanging off them. They're just sitting at the end of the riser. Kind of like the Beatles' uh, Is It All You Need Is Love performance. <laughs> yes, it right? is. Or Hey Jude. Yeah, Hey yeah.
8: Jude too, yeah.
0: I can't figure out why are they playing Neil's... This is one of Neil's great solo songs. Why are they playing it together?
3: Maybe it was the only tape they had, because I'm pretty sure this is another one of those lip-sync shows, right? Oh, no.
0: No, Neil and Steven start really trading licks in this. I think. And Crosby is jamming, man! Crosby is getting off. Go go about halfway through, Brandon. How high Neil is? Doesn't Neil look just high as fuck? It probably like, is. I mean, he looks like Ted Williams high, doesn't he?
1: Ted Williams high. No, he wouldn't be able to stand <laughs> if he was that high. This seems to be from the very first episode of the music scene. Is it? Yeah, which had rotating hosts.
0: Bloop. Okay. I think they're playing the shit out of this. I swear this is live. I'm gonna be so pissed if it's not. Sounds like. That's Neil just, just roaming like a water buffalo. Wait, does it fade? No. Goes for the jam, okay. Whew. Don't you hate it when it looks live and then the music fades? <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, still is singing out. There's no way this isn't live. Did you say this was a British show? Because
1: it I think it was on ABC it looks like. Really? Yeah. God, I don't
0: have any. I have no knowledge of this show.
1: And that rotating host and the host for this episode was that David Steinberg, the comedian. You know, you would he know. He looked, him looked
0: like a really stiff comedian.
1: And the other guy was Larry Hankin. Who Larry Hankin is the guy that played the character that was playing Kramer on Seinfeld when they were casting that really weird-looking goofy guy? <laughs> really? Yeah. Who took the uh took the raisins and George is very upset about it. <laughs> If that's the same show, I mean, they did perform this song on a show called The Music Scene.
0: Yeah, Crosby, man, they are all just tearing this up. Oh,
1: it's live! It's live!
0: I th- throw up in a big country, Brandon. <laughs> I, so like I just Neil, to see I feel this. like
1: Neil Young has not changed. His look has not changed. No, it really hasn't. Hair yeah, his is hair the is the same. same way. There's less of it, face but it's the same like style. doesn't, Gone a lot of weight or anything.
0: This this uh this man country thing. I was like, is this band much bigger than I remember? Because the Scottish crowd is just losing their shit.
1: Well, they were huge in Scotland. I know, but I guess it's possible.
0: You, can go, about, you can go about a minute in or so, a minute and a half in. Yeah, there you go. That's fine.
5: Look at the crowd.
0: I mean, they're like a—they're just wildly in motion. It looks like Woodstock '99.
1: They're all feeling
0: it. But is it possible to feel big country that big if <laughs> you're I'm in? They're uh, playing their big song. in Scotland. All right, go about another minute up. We can't. Yeah, here we go. The crowd's just singing for the band. And I can't figure out where that bagpipe sound is coming from. There's nobody playing bagpipes up there, is there? I don't hear a bagpipe. You'll hear it. Well, it sounds like a bagpipe. I thought it did. I don't know. If you look, maybe, would it be in Wikipedia for the song? It should be. Yeah, in Personnel. In He's eating him up,
1: man. Sounds like Stuart Adamson has uh, disappeared a handful of times before he finally disappeared. Oh, really? like people were always looking around for him.
0: Like that Iron Butterfly guy? Yeah. Drove well, <laughs> yeah. off a cliff.
1: <laughs> no, he didn't. He was transported.
0: <laughs> At this point, I would think the audience would have lost their attention span. It doesn't even sound like the song anymore. The bass player singing, what the fuck is that? Does that crowd look like they've just lost their fucking mind? Now they're jumping. I realize up and down. you can't see this, but it's it's like the craziest fucking crowd. Wait, does it sound like a sax or a uh, bagpipe? There,
3: it's a guitar. I know it is.
0: And I feel like a dick because I always thought there was a. Uh, I, I always thought there were bagpipes on that song. Maybe it's because they're Scottish. I just fooled myself.
3: Oh, so they're Scottish bands, so they have to have a bagpipe, huh?
0: You I thought it sounded Racist. Like it. Um, okay, do you have the Kid Drummer video I sent a while back? Was that what you were talking about, Brandon? The Kid Drummer? Yeah, I remember, isn't there a little black drummer that somebody sent in, and I think I sent it to you? Yeah, we played it last week. Oh, oh, that's right, yeah. He was pretty wild. I forgot about that. Yeah, we he, did crank that. He took over. Yeah, he was better than the Boston Pops three-year-old drummer.
3: Didn't you think? Oh, I think so. I think that he was expected to do a solo, too, whereas the Boston Pops kid just kept playing. Yeah, the
0: song ended, and he wouldn't stop. "Stop." And his dad was like acting like it was so cute, but the whole Boston Pops was just disgusted with him, and we started a thumbs-down campaign (laughs) against the (laughs) three-year-old, which I have no regrets over, by the way.
1: Probably made him stronger today.
0: I haven't heard much about that three-year-old, by the way. I mean, he sure was hot shit when he was three, but... Not doing much at eight. Do
1: you want, By the way, do you want more bagpipes and songs? I was upstairs. I heard you talking about that.
3: Yeah. Well I'm trying to think of so songs with bagpipes. Well, chord. Oh,
1: <laughs> but that was
0: more for a novelty aspect Christ, of it. ACDC. Big Country. Do, does ACDC have bagpipes?
1: Ultimate yeah. Classic Rock has the top ten bagpipe rock and roll songs.
0: How Big Country turned guitars into bagpipes? Well, there you okay, go. Okay, there we go. About uh, oh, Dropkick
1: Murphys. Yeah, it says they they uh, tracks with instruments that sound like bagpipes. Big no. country, big country. So you're not
0: losing the we'll shit out of me. I swear to God, I think some disc jockey back in '82 or '83 <laughs> led me to believe that. I'm not taking I'm not taking the full blame.
1: Come talk to me by Peter Gabriel has a bagpipe in it. Do you know that? Song? I did not know that. Are you ready to rock by Wizard from 1974?
0: Are you looking at a list of this is a Popular song with bagpipes? Top 10 rock and roll
1: song with bagpipes. Okay, keep
0: going. I'm, I'm intrigued. Silent
1: Boatman by Parliament. George Clinton.
0: Oh, Parliament Funkadelic? Tomorrow
1: by U2. I don't know that U2 song. I don't know that either. Hair of the Dog by Nazareth, but only the live version. Okay. Anthem by the sensational Alex Harvey Band. Have you ever heard of that? Uh-uh. Boy, stinkers. Sky Pilot by Eric Burden and the Animals. Oh,
0: yeah, I know the song. Sky Pilot.
1: Uh, Celtic Ray by Van Morrison. Yep, the Mole of Kintar.
0: Oh, Paul McCartney. Yeah, there you go. And then it's all and the Campbelltown, <laughs> the Campbelltown bagpipers.
1: And number one is obvious, which I think Brandon, you mentioned this. Long way to the top. Yeah. ACDC.
0: Yeah, Paul uh, got so, really, yeah not, Paul had the Campbelltown bagpipers come down and play on a beach. That's so weird. And and then he said, and we set up a big buffet and some booze and stuff. He said. I didn't realize how drunk these guys were going to (laughs) get, and of course they're insisting it's going straight to the top. Paul, (laughs) it's going to be a Paul was trying to calm him down, and ended up being the number one hit in the history of England. Crazy until um, we are the world, I think, or something like that. Or maybe it was. uh,
1: I guess uh, by England's rose, shout by Tears for Fears that has a bagpipe in it.
0: What? I did not know that.
1: Corn Dropkick Murphys with Murphy.
0: I saw Tears for Fears on a cool list, by the way. Really? List of. Uh, Haunting success, songs? No. success. Good. Nice try. <laughs> Successful acts with only two members.
1: Oh, wow. There's, there's a yeah. few of those.
0: Oh, those not many. Be, white white stripes, 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 black, stripes, black keys, ting-tings.
3: 21, 21 Pilots. Keep,
0: keep going. Uh, Is 21 Pilots only two guys? Yeah. Yeah. I, did uh-huh. not, I did not know that.
1: <laughs> uh, those are all the two uh, member bands I can think of. There's, wait, okay, I'm going to find a list. I miss, am I missing some? Yeah. I, Punk, if you can count
0: that. I think I chucked the list because people are saying all i do is read lists that's a shame
1: because brandon had a really great new list from rolling stone in the
0: prep today you know what really makes you feel good is when people tweet out the fast forward instructions for certain things in the show thanks dicks that's really nice let's go back (laughs) into that
1: file and mix things around move them around
0: i get that all the time
1: i know i'm sure whatever (laughs) who cares (laughs) Um, yeah, no, that's, that's all the songs I can find. Do feel that
0: S- Stuart Adamson got his proper due when he killed himself? <laughs> no,
1: I didn't I know either. Idea.
0: I forgot about, it. I remember when the I heard sounded it. sounded like a
1: lot of people stopped looking for him when he went missing.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think I knew that till like 2010, which is, you know, six years later. By the way, they just had Just saying
1: a- though, if you were going to, if you were going to do that and you were in Honolulu, would you not just spend money to go to the Four Seasons and do it? Or do you think the best
0: Western would be the place? just saying that's really sad that tells me that his credit card maybe couldn't handle the four seasons well, okay
1: maybe <laughs> best western of course if you're in the it. mood
0: if you're if you're so depressed you're gonna kill yourself you probably don't give a fuck what hotel you're in i would imagine you probably yeah but i'll leave my wife a little less debt stop trying to look at this logically i'm just saying you yeah no it's not logical at all go
1: out with a really nice it's, it's, i mean it got 3.8
0: on on google i saw these i, I thought this is a really strange story did you watch the old man show today I started some of it, yeah. Okay, CBS morning on Sunday. Yeah, the show which, for old men. Is it really an old man show? I, yes. I guess that maybe that's because I don't like it that much. I will actually watch the other shows because I feel like their news is more in order. Well, I told you. It's, the, I mean, it's it's more of a magazine. It's featurey. It's more featurey, and I feel like I'm a man who likes things in level of importance. <laughs> I want
1: to see the important things up front. I just remember coming home from church every Sunday, my dad would sit down and watch. CBS Sunday Morning would always It's, it's not be a on. bad show. No, it's good, but I remember I would watch it, and the next thing I know, I'm sitting there going, why am I watching a story about fucking chairs? Like, the making of
0: chairs. No, they, they do have like, some really stupid things What am I doing?
1: What a waste of time.
0: But they also have a lot of rock and roll sh- stories because yeah. classic rock is getting old. Very so hit and miss. Maybe they are appealing to old men. But they had a story today about suicide, and oh. I was really surprised... They, okay, this is what the story, don't anybody yell at me or say I'm demanding they take all the guns away because I'm not. This is just what CBS said this morning, that over 50% of suicide deaths are self-inflicted shootings and that the majority of gun deaths, 60 to 65% per year, are suicide.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they lump that, they lumped that in together. With Does the that gun, surprise you? The gun violence.
0: No. Not really. I did not think it would be that big a percentage of gun deaths in a year. I mean, that blew That's, my mind. Yeah, maybe it's higher than what I would think. I I would have thought it was much lower than that. Because of course, you know, mass shootings do get so much attention.
1: I mean, 25,000 deaths in by suicide and 25,000, they like say 50,000.
0: Yeah, 50, yeah 25,000 per year. Mm. Just it's I a lot. I didn't, I didn't expect that. Uh You remember Pam Smart? Yeah. Oh yeah, she uh, had she, t- the movie "To Die For."
1: Yeah, uh, starring Bill Spencer.
0: <laughs> yeah, Bill Spencer was in one of them. I don't know if it's starring Bill Spencer. Bill Spencer what? was the star of the story in a way because You're Bill Spencer guy. got the interview. Who worked at Channel Seven and Bill is now in San Antonio, I think, or he maybe moved up to Dallas, but he's doing really well. I, I actually looked him up, and uh,
1: he's a nice guy.
0: What I was thought there? he really nice guy, great guy, great reporter too. And he started that whole department at Channel 7, and I was really surprised they let him go. I, I think there have been a lot of great TV people who have been let go, let go of prematurely. Of course, the great Jason Carr. Um, <laughs> well, that
1: reminds me, tomorrow we get to find out the new exciting edition of the CBS uh, 62 station.
0: Oh, yes. I have breaking Jason Carr news, too. Oh! Uh, what a tease. Okay, Pam Smart. Was was having sex with a 15 year old in her class yeah. in Massachusetts. She was dating, um, what's the actor's name? She was married to uh, the actor was Matthew. Oh God, Matthew.
1: I didn't know he was an actor. Oh no, no, no!
0: I mean, in the movie. Oh. <laughs> it was. Uh, God damn Matthew it. James. No, Matthew. What's the name of the He played a drugstore cowboy, Matthew.
1: Oh, oh my God. Dylan.
0: Yeah, Matthew Dylan. Dylan. Matthew Dylan played the husband in the movie. She had the 15-year-old and two of his buddies ambush the, uh, well, the real-life version of Matthew (laughs) Dylan. Ridiculous way of saying it. And shoot him and kill him. And, of course, the, the main instructions were do not get the carpet dirty and don't hurt the dog Van Halen. Yeah. Dog's name was Van Halen. Pretty cool. Which, yeah, that was was the coolest thing about Pam Smart. So, of course, she denied, denied, denied. No, I didn't tell them to do that. No, no, no. No, I didn't have sex with them. I mean, she was like, none of this is all bullshit. I'm a victim. I'm being screwed. And, yeah, she was convicted. Nobody believed her. And eventually, in the last, I would say in the last six or seven years, is only when she started saying, well, yeah, I made mistakes, and uh, um, uh, yeah, if, if it wasn't for me, he'd be alive. Mm-hmm. She admitted that. If it wasn't for me, he wouldn't be alive, which isn't much of an admission at all, in my opinion. And she's a big ordained minister, and she oh, God. cares about all the inmates, and she's teaching them, and she's got a PhD, and now she is really begging to get out. I mean, now it's like all her appeals were gone, it was hopeless. but now she's like, oh, you got to let me live in here forever, and my whole life here,
3: and... Uh, I'm afraid of growing old and dying here.
0: Too bad. Yeah, which Too is bad. like, yeah, Sorry. that was the whole idea. Was you were supposed to grow old and die there yeah. because you murdered your husband yeah. in a brutal case and you showed no remorse whatsoever. I think that's the one thing I'm really I tired mean, of is people who demand people like Kilpatrick. I mean, she technically didn't
1: do the murder though, right? The kids. No, there, no, she them.
0: didn't. And amazingly, in true crime, you'll find that quite often the person that plans it gets the better, bigger sentence than the person that they did it. They absolutely should. Yeah, because she's groomed right, them. She groomed those happened. kids. And yeah, and she was having sex with a 15-year-old, too. Which, which by the way, side note, I love that Chris Rock called
1: uh, Jada Pinkett Smith a, a predator. <laughs> 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 Her name Alec. Uh, What's his name? August Alsina. I mean, she is, right? Uh, how old was he? I was her son's friend. Yeah, he was young. I
3: can't tell you how old.
0: But. For some reason, I thought predator, he was. her, like, though. That's hilarious. <laughs> I thought he was like 22 or 23. Might have been, but she still preyed on him. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, he won't shut up ever since. Yeah. He's been trying to parlay it into well, something. Well, he banged his buddy's mom.
1: Yeah, hey, fuck Will Smith's wife. I got it with something. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't it be better if he said, I banged my friend's mom? <laughs> We've all seen those videos on, on Pornhub. That's
0: weird. So, anyway, yeah, there's, there apparently are people who support Pam Smart. Now, I'm like, because they were talking about her supporters. And I'm like, who is walking around going, I'm a Pam Smart supporter? A great why, why does everyone have supporters now? What the fuck is that? No one should be supporting her. No. Well, I think Alex Myrtle, once again, going back
1: at full circle, Alex Myrtle, he doesn't really have any supporters, does he? Outside family, Outside Buster. of family members, yeah. Not
0: really. Yeah, there's the guy, Bill Flynn, is it? Billy, yeah, he's yeah, well, Billy Flynn then. He's Bill him. Flynn now. Billy Flynn. Does
1: anybody fit their name better than that guy? I mean, he, he just looks like a Billy Flynn. And
0: he talks like he talks like a Bostonian. I'm from Worcester, Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> he is, I wish we'd find some audio of him, because he has just a huge Massachusetts accent. And Bill Flynn was the 15-year-old that shot the husband, and he got out. And he was incredibly remorseful. And I think he was about 40 when he got out. And last I read, he was doing okay. Hmm. But... That reminds me though, because
1: she, so she's trying to get out because she's a minister now. Is that the whole yes, thing?
0: Yes, and she cares about everyone, and she's sorry now.
1: Epix has a documentary series, and I'm not fully done with it called Murph the Surf, which actually was a movie in the '70s about this guy. Oh, um, he was a, a surfer, ah. and then he became a jewel thief, and then some other. I don't want to spoil it, but some other things happened. But part of it is he. What's ends up- it on? It's on I think Epics, which is now I guess MGM Plus. or it's another fucking streaming service, yeah,
3: MGM plus. but
1: um, Ron or, or, or if you have the Epics channel, which you do, Drew, you have Epyx. Jack Roland Murphy. okay. Um, but uh, and I think Ron Howard and Brian Grazier produce it's really well done, but he became a minister in prison, was trying to get out based on that, and people are like, this guy has been a con man and a phony. <laughs> his whole fucking life. And you're going to let him out because of
5: this? Jesus this, Moses that. Did Abraham hit me with a wiffle ball bat? I don't
1: want to spoil it. Okay.
0: Mainly because I haven't
1: finished it. I don't know the answer to that.
0: Are either of you guys watching the Netflix thing on the, the Japanese cult leader? No, a Korean, right? A Korean. They got that's a ton right. of pussy. But he ends up. He ends up all over the place. He ends Japanese. up in Hong Kong. He ends up in. I mean, he's uh, he travels all over the place and, yeah. and starts importing the pussy in to wherever he goes, <laughs> because he gets busted for sleeping with all the women in the cult. I mean, he's this giant religious leader. It's amazing how these
1: cults end up in sex.
0: I know, isn't that bizarre? Is it they Sun all Yung? do. No. Oh no. His no, name that's, is. That's a different cult. I, I want to say it was called JMS. Maybe the cult was called JMS. Sure. Let's see. In the name of God, yeah. And this fucker, he's such an asshole. He's so busted too because he's sleeping with everyone, and they have to be five six. And so a a (laughs) lot of these women, his (laughs) his helpers, will will be talking to these girls who're sophomore juniors in high school, and I'll be like, "Oh, uh, would you like a one on one meeting?" And they're like, "Oh my God, I would love nothing more than a one on one meeting." Like, how tall are you? Well, I'm five five and a half. You're five six then, right? Well, I guess. I mean, I don't know. So the next thing you know, she's in there, and and he starts, of course, getting all handsy with her, and and he's like, uh, "Yeah," uh, puts his hand in her in her bra, and he's like, "I'm just looking for lumps. Uh, I don't see any lumps here." I like thought you were a cult leader, not a doctor. No, he's going to cure her of the lumps because he has a lot of medical background Jesus. too. He claims. Then he puts his penis in her to oh. feel for cysts. Oh well,
1: that's you know,
0: that's one way to do it. Yeah. I, well, that seems like a weird way to cure a cyst with your penis. Oh, God.
3: Thank, thank God <laughs> the proctologist Starts out with his
0: fingers, fingers, and then when she notices she's in a lot of pain, she realizes, oh, my God, his penis is in me. Fuck. you are got to probe it somehow, right? So when he gets to Hong Kong, because he's he basically going to be convicted in Korea, so he bolts, gets to Hong Kong somehow, and he runs out of—he's traveling so around the world. And I haven't gotten to the end of this either, so I can't spoil it. He's traveling to so many places just as he's about to get busted that his passport is out of pages. Oh, really? So I think he's wow. stuck in Hong Kong, and he has this incredible compound of this incredible place with tunnels and stuff. Cool. Yeah, no, that's kind of cool. Well, I have to admit tunnels are just cool, cool no matter what. Yeah, and you know, so he can escape, and he's communicating with all like these a good girls. Tunnel?
5: <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> what? He's communicating with all these girls back in Korea, and he'll send them underwear. Like, uh, I'd really like to see you in this underwear, you know, so I can make sure you're, uh, you know, in decent shape and you know, having medical problems. That's a good move. And so then, then he just wants nude pictures, and they just show all these nudes that that these young girls are sending him in Hong wow, Kong. Wow, that was a good move. Well, I admit he's pretty good at what he's doing, but it's pretty I,
1: sick. At the beginning of the documentary doesn't it open with him like talking about this chick's hips and how good? a f- Yeah, fuck good birthing she is? Yeah, hips. Yeah, he yeah, he agrees. Right. He likes the, the...
0: the birthing hips. Who who's the one that just described that? The birthing hips. Can't
1: remember. That would oh, be. Damn it, it was another fucking creep. This girl.
0: I
3: had good
0: birthing hips. Oh, oh, cold booger.
3: Cole, Ber- Cole booger's Tinder date 10 years
1: ago. So he's got the same moves as this I guy. I had good birthing hips.
0: Oh my God, the vocal fry is amazing on that, isn't it? <laughs> good birthing hips. I had good birthing hips. Oh, this guy is such a fucking creep. That, I can't believe how long this is going on. Though I'm like, this yeah. thing's got to be over any second. There's no way you can keep going, but he does. Eight part
1: doc in that um, the cult is still going on, right? It's eight parts? Uh-huh. Holy fuck! Is the cult still the cult still active? I don't know. I'm on part two. I because I first heard about it because they were suing Netflix. Yeah, to they stop. changed
3: their name to Providence. They're go. a Christian new
0: religious movement. Wait, don't tell me much more. Don't tell me anymore. I don't want to know anymore.
1: Well, the only thing I was gonna say is that they sued Netflix to to not air it. So you see how that turned out because they're airing it.
0: I can't understand why these cults continue to succeed. It seems like eventually a lot of people go, "Hey, this sure seems like a cult." I mean, I all know. the other cults—they end with people fucking and nothing else. Not but my cult. Everybody fucking the leader of the cult. Not going to happen to my wrong. cult. Or everybody giving their money to the guy that leads a cult, yes. and then he takes the money and lives an incredible lifestyle, but nobody seems to notice they're in a cult till it's
1: I, way too late. I think it's going. Isn't it going to get worse and worse now that people are? Looking because I,
0: I think well, a no, lot of people all, all these influencers well, people
1: get into cults because they're looking for some greater meaning or to expand their mind and you know big part being part of something that's larger than themselves instead of just accepting yeah hey, this is it know, yeah,
0: this sucks this fucking world <laughs> blows yeah. there's it's nothing it's that it's makes it, it that this much better
1: life. yeah. So stop wasting your money looking for answers. Be happy with a nice hamburger.
0: Just live, right? And a good sandwich. (laughs) And a nice ice cream cone. Enjoy the small
1: stuff. Come on, man. Stop giving your money to people like Keith Ranieri, Or your time, wasting your time watching him play volleyball.
0: And those people, honestly, those people were bright. I mean, I mean they that's, were But that's all my looking, point. They yeah. all
1: already have everything, you know, a lot of earthly desires are pretty successful, right? They have money, but they, but when need, those, they
0: need something else. But when those Give me a break. when those fifteen to twenty women know the other fourteen to nineteen women are fucking him, mm-hmm. I would think eh. not to mention the branding ceremony. I, how do you know that doesn't
1: get you to a, a you know,
0: higher plane of thought? Well, you know <laughs> you know what, his what happens. Dick is that people have sacrificed so much by that point to suddenly say, hey, this is a cult. This is bullshit.
1: Yeah, they don't want to. It's
0: like them. it destroys the last 10 years of their life, and they just can't bear to live with, you know. It's
1: the sunk cost of their life. <laughs>
0: yes. So true, the fact though. that they've wasted so much time and that they've dragged other people into it who are also getting fucked. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. the uh, Jason Carr news. Yeah. Jason had a great post. And of course, uh, I'm. You sound very serious. I am not facetious
1: um, at all.
0: Bentley had that uh, that that YouTube edition. And I thought, oh it's just like Bentley to find that funny. Reading the <laughs> reading the comments about. Well, use it for the cars outside. Use it for your dirty car window. On his, I mean there we could we could do that all day by the way. By the way, we have not had our Ted Williams um
3: Oh, our I Ted Williams today. Yeah, I don't have one. What? I know. I What do you mean?
1: He's Ted Williams fading.
3: I forgot to spend 6 minutes looking for a clip because
1: that's all it takes and then <laughs> We'll do it right now. Just just jump in somewhere. It'll be a good
0: enough clip, Brandon.
1: I don't Don't why... admit
0: defeat. Brandon, you have very few daily responsibilities that are absolutely essential, but why would you forget the Ted Wayne? Just thing? jump in the middle. You oh, forgot never, no, it once no,
1: I heard him working on it. I think he, I, I think he just found it. Uh, let me I'm trying to help you out here, Bran. I'm throwing uh, your phone uh, It's
5: no, it's no story or it's no puzzle. Where's the intro? My life has been an open book, and y'all are my friends, so I got to keep you informed. I
3: think I already did that one. Ted needs
0: I, some neosinephrine. Did you
1: really? That already one. Did That's that for one.
3: sure. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, I just...
1: Wait, we've played every clip he's ever aired. No, no that's
3: not no. true. I, the problem was I was watching the Chris Rock thing up until we started the show, and I just I dropped the ball.
1: Because Brandon was busy all weekend shoveling, now that he lives in the, lives so far north. You don't have a snowblower? A snowblower?
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, I, I have one that doesn't work worth a shit. I pay a guy to uh, plow, but he doesn't show up.
0: Pay him more. So how much did you have to shovel?
3: For about six hours. Oh my God! Music. And it was heart attack. Are you sore? <laughs> Shoveling snow. Hasn't it That's melted yet? Calling. No, not even. At, no, what? not at all. For some reason, when I come to Ferndale, what? it's it's green grass everywhere, and then I just drive a
1: couple minutes north, and it's. That's the best part about the storm is how quick the snow melted off the driveways. Not
3: mine. It... I still have about seriously no bullshit probably. 10 inches.
1: It was very exciting that uh, thunder snow and um, watching all the yeah, fire weird. trucks and ambulances and cop cars all around. And apparently, Berkeley got hit harder than anybody. All these trees are going
0: down everywhere.
3: Is this what you're talking about here, Drew? Like what I got on.
0: Yeah, that's it. Uh, some mocked, others scoffed, and yet you believed. After two weeks of buildup and eight live shows, 173 3,500 live hey. and replay views 28,000 likes 15,700 hey. comments thank hey. you viewers and thank you Ben Johnson Law Bill Ben Johnson Law please uh, Independent Carpet One Floor and Home Bill uh, them please Tanya's Pizza of course you know Bill them and, and oh, we've got a new advertiser, M-I-R-A Midwest Independent Retailer Association oh, for I'm sponsoring also. Jason Car Drive more to come are there comments here?
3: Uh, yeah Screamin' four, Scott Randall 407 comments let them mock you because.
1: Is he talking about us? Yours, love you, we'll watch, listen to you, I'm glad you're back. Is he talking about us? We didn't
0: mock him. No, I don't think so. I think we gave him credit. His first show had a lot Definitely of views. He promoted the shit out of it. I think he gave him some friendly advice. You were all charmed with the perfect amount of wit. So glad you're making your own show. Dorinda. I'm mm.
3: um. for Dolores.
0: Dolores. Don't pay attention to the haters. This will always do what they do best:
1: hate Dolores. Brandon, when you said that, I looked at the ca- i looked up at the computer, and Jason Carr responded, to that and I thought that's what Dolores is saying.
3: No, Jason Carr said, "Haters
0: are gonna hate. Potatoes gonna potate. What? what? That's why he's drawing the kind of audience he's drawing. That's like twenty thousand. 000- uh, for 21,700 or something per YouTube or Facebook show, that's pretty it's good. shouldn't it, and I
1: love it when people brag about their analytics on,
0: on the platform. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be bragging about likes and comments. I don't think that really. I'd say the first number is significant, <laughs> but care. the problem is, I remember, for example, everybody does this. We did it too. The first show, and all your audience is new, and it was yeah. like, hey, what happened to that guy? And you get this big audience and It's like, hey, look, we're number 14 on unchar- Hey, we're number 14 charitable And everybody else says, we're number one chartable. And then slowly you drift back, 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 back. So um, he did 40,000 his first show, and he's averaging 21.7. So I think maybe he should maybe do some figures in another month or so. It'll be
1: fine. He'll, yeah. he'll crush it.
0: If his advertisers are happy, that's all that matters. I mean, he really, yeah. he's... Uh, I mean that might be the kind of audience that will be good commerce. Who knows? So congratulations to Jason Carr Rec. Or Jason Car Drive, I mean. Ooh, Jason Carr.
1: <laughs> Is that Freudian or
0: No, that was actually a that was a suggestion from oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Drew. Another <laughs> Drew. <laughs> I'm not gonna say his last name. Oh, yeah, I know. And uh, and finally Jason Mahomes. <laughs> I'm mad I'm mad that none of us Hold thought about that. <laughs> Jackson Mahomes, I'm dying to see what happens to this. He, This guy went into some He's done. He's some over. joint, drunk off his ass. Where is that? In Kansas City? It was, yes. wasn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah, where he lives, and starts forcibly making out with, I think it's the owner of the restaurant. A
1: beard? What? Yeah, it was the owner. Well, and a, and a waiter, right? Or waitress? He,
0: he physically, I think, assaulted someone, too. I think he hit somebody, too. Pushed
1: it. Here's the video.
0: This is really weird. I mean, honestly, I can't think of the the last time on video I saw someone assault someone in a sexual manner. This is very strange.
1: He basically grabs her right around the neck.
0: He grabs her neck and starts pulling his head to kiss him and she's pulling away from him.
3: She's hot, too.
0: Yeah, she's very pretty.
3: And then, yeah, I got into a scuffle with some of the waiters.
0: And she's kind of half smiling because I think she's embarrassed. But, and then he does it again, doesn't he?
3: Yeah, he comes back. No. Yikes, that is creepy. She's pushing him away. He's a
0: big dude, man. Yeah, he's like 6'5". So, if you watch that video, though, you might think, oh, she's okay with it. But no, she's not okay with it, and she... she she wants him charged. Well, She's Jay, got a fucking you, got, video. Wait,
3: you got to understand. Jackson Mahomes is a two-time Super Bowl champion, so he's a, he's on top of the world right now. Okay.
0: Oh, Jackson is.
3: He, yeah, Jackson is. So he's just uh, he's doing whatever he wants. I mean his 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 teammate was hosting SNL last night. He's he's just he's all over the
1: place. Now the one uh, waiter was basically saying that you know he had a whole entourage, I guess, in the private room. <laughs> And this waiter came in, and he shoved him out of the
0: private room. What? Yeah. I guess, he busy blowing somebody?
1: Well, I guess uh, they were getting high. They were smoking weed in there, and so this waiter was trying to go, hey, you can't smoke in here. I don't know if weed's legal, in probably okay. not in Missouri. Uh,
0: how does Patrick put an end to this? I mean, honestly, this guy needs to be the fuck off TikTok.
1: Yeah. Well, that's not going to happen. But
0: honestly, if you sexually <laughs> assault someone, you can still be on TikTok, right? Yeah. Yeah. TikTok doesn't care, do they?
8: He should get
5: rid of those two,
1: his brother and his wife. Patrick Mahomes, isn't he the king of uh, plausible deniability? Like, oh, I know why brother's doing this.
5: Well, yeah. I mean, talks he's not responsible for wife. him.
1: Yeah. But,
0: well, I mean, he's an absolute abortion. He is lessening his brother's achievements, in my opinion. It takes the heat off of his brother, though, doesn't it?
1: In a no, way. In a no way.
0: I, I think that Because I don't hate Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. No. I, I don't either, but I, I think...
1: I don't really like his wife or his brother,
0: though. I, I do think they're bringing him down a little bit. I think it's hard to like him as much as I should like him because, like, would you do something about your brother? Get him off the fucking field? Get him away from the victory stand? And why he doesn't belong to there. Do something with your
1: wife, too. I
8: used to really like him until those two showed up and wrecked everything.
0: Because I don't think the backup uh, kicker can have his brother down there in the field, right? Of course right? not. No, but that's all right. I mean, it's Patrick fucking Mahomes,
1: man. No, you're right. He'll put up with anything. Did you see, by the way, his, his wife got really mad at... And people just
0: unfollow him then? I mean, do people just have to follow him? They can't well, live I mean, without like following dancing. this guy? I mean, he's uh, making a living on TikTok because his brother can throw a football. I understand if, if Patrick Mahomes does something terrible, we know how well he throws a football. Of course, we're going to forget about it. <laughs> but Jackson is not the person throwing the football.
1: Right? I know, I know. well you know, his, his brother really doesn't say or do much other than those great uh, State Farm ads. I just realized there's a basketball game. And
3: what there. you were alluding to is that uh, Brittany Mahomes has yes. like a
1: beef with Joe Rogan. And her beef with Joe Rogan is because Joe Rogan said basically the same things we've said and everybody else has said about her. Oh, like, you know, like I think he said, was "I was she... Russell."
0: Huh? Was that when Russell was on again? Russell Brand has been everywhere.
3: Yeah, it might have been because oh, he, he did Rogan show right before he did Mars. Oh, I don't, I don't know who
1: the guest was, but he was just kind of ragging on Brittany Mahomes and saying, I hope she has that kind of energy when they get divorced.
0: <laughs> it's just a funny joke. It's pretty pretty funny that Joe Rogan's show is so big now. He can't speak about anyone without them hearing about it. Hmm. Uh, Hall Financial, by the way, our sponsor mortgage rates are the lowest they've been, well, in over five months. And the majority of Hall clients are locking in rates in the fives, and some even down to the fours. It just depends on the day. I mean, ask Bentley. Just ask for Bentley. He'll tell you what to do. Use the equity in your home to put yourself in a better spot. Get rid of debt, especially high credit card debt, high interest credit card debt. It's brutal. Find out what your home is worth, how much you've gained in equity, and Hall Financial can close you in a couple weeks or less and give you the chance to get rid of credit card debt. It's just brutal. Call Hall first. That's all we ask. Eight six six Call Hall. Chat with them online at Call Hall First com, and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the Drew and Mike YouTube page, which hopefully is uh, going up today. Jim got some more videos up there. We're trying to get some of the old stuff up too. Carl is helping. I mean, I don't know how much there's to know. I just know I've been watching all these shows and they they've been building shit. Everybody's trying to build their YouTube page now, isn't it? Doesn't it seem that works, way. It's how you make
1: the most money? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I guess so.
1: But, well, you know, so, we were always... It's also the second biggest uh, search engine site on Google. Yeah. Anyway... Sorry, um, Brandon. What were you going to say?
3: Well, it's just... So, mu- so much of our material is... A Thank lot you. of it that YouTube can oh, pull down. Oh, oh, yeah.
0: Well... i up the whole record. That doesn't mean you can't put anything on YouTube. And uh, so Jim is selectively getting some stuff up there. And uh, hopefully, it'll be a worthwhile page, unless somebody gets bored with it and just ends. <laughs> but we'll see. It looks pretty good right now. Mm-hmm. And Jim is incentivized. I think he's fired up. Otherwise, uh, give us five stars on Spotify or iTunes or whatever. And uh, remember the Amazon Portland. We'll see you tomorrow.
8: Sounds like a case of the Mondays.